Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, for the second time, we are playing a one-shot entitled The Lightless Beacon. It was written by Lee Carr and Lynn Hardy. It's available from Chaosium, and I am the Game Master. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> It is April 12th, 1926, around 8 p.m. You are passengers aboard a small paddle steamer traveling from Newburyport to Rockport, Massachusetts. You are strangers traveling alone for your own reasons. Chat between you is polite but minimal. It's quite chilly on the sea and the wind is blowing. Dark clouds roll towards the east and intermittent flashes of lightning illuminate the sky. At 8.15, the Beacon Island Lighthouse off the shore of Folly Point, Massachusetts, ceased to cast its light over the region's dangerous rocky waters. As a result, the SS Essex County has foundered on the rocks and incurred considerable damage to its hull. The ship, is sinking, and the crew hurries you towards one of the many small rowboats acting as the ship's lifeboats. As they load you in, they tell you that your best bet is to aim for Beacon Island. They doubt that you'll make it to the mainland as the storm is coming. You should have just enough time to reach the island before it hits. Then, without another word, they shove you off into the darkness, your boat rocking in the churning waves. So you are now stuck on this little rowboat, the five of you, and uh, it'll take two of you to row. Everything's gonna be just fine. Everyone should just remain calm. We'll get to safety soon. Uh, if you say... If you say so. Uh, Mr. Suit and Tie, what did you say you worked as? Oh, uh, I'm a textile mill overlooker uh, in Lowell. I work at the boot mills. Who cares? Roll. Roll this boat. All we right. need to reach the shore. <laughs> the uh, Beacon Island isn't completely black, though. You can see that there are small lights coming through some of the windows on the attached dwelling. Um, there may be a small porch light, too, that you can see rocking in the distance. Um, it's about a thousand feet to get there. But that's all you can see. Perhaps we can take shelter there for the night. I wonder what happened to the lighthouse. It looks like the keepers are there. The wind picks up the... Uh, Flashes of lightning get brighter and closer as you are rowing. Uh, do a luck roll. Uh, actually, who has the lowest luck? 50. Uh, I do with 40. Uh, John, if you haven't rolled for your luck, you roll three d6 times five for your luck. 70. Okay. Who had the lowest? Sorry. Okay, Chase, go ahead and roll for your luck. Hard success. Okay. 
Um, so you can see as you are uh, approaching, there are you know little intermittent uh, the flashes of the lightning that light up the island. So you can momentarily get your bearing, usually from the the, the flashes left on your retinas you know, that sort of go away. But you can see there is a small dock uh, on the north side uh, that's probably your safest place to head for. Um, as you are going, uh, you're getting wet. There's sea spray. Uh, some, some of it's splashing you. Some of it's just blowing off the top of the ocean. Suddenly, your rowboat uh, wheels around. It lurches as if it's caught on something. Uh, do a spot hidden. I will try to get control of the boat. A hard success. And Just to pass. Philippe, pass. you can do a pilot boat also. Mm -hmm. What you see is you have been caught on a piece of metal sticking up out of the water. Um, it looks like part of some wreckage that's here. Um, you, as you, as you sort of glance around and once again get these flashes of light, you can see there are other jagged pieces sticking up out of the water. How did you do on your piloting? Failed. Um, I'm I am happy that we are not playing Delta Green. <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten you've gotten somewhat tangled in these pieces of metal. Um, this coast is a death trap. Did uh, uh, how well did you guys do on your spot hidden? Any of you do hard a hard a hard? Um, Eleanor, as you glance at the sh at this, obviously it's some boat that's some ship that's been wrecked here. You don't see any markings on it. You don't see, you know, anything indicating what name it is. Um, and so we'll do one final luck roll. Conrad can do this again to see if you can dislodge yourself from the wreckage. Uh, that's another hard success. Okay. You manage to get yourself loose from it. And uh, with Philippe's guidance, you bring yourself closer and closer to the shore. Uh, you do notice, however, that there is water coming in the uh, bottom of the rowboat. So you have damaged it a little bit. Um, after what seems like an eternity, and uh, you're getting sprinkles of rain, just light sprinkles of rain from the storm approaching. Uh, you manage to get to the shore. So let me describe the island, at least what you can see of it in the dark. There is a small dock. There are no other boats there. Uh, it sticks out maybe 30 feet out into the water. At the top of the dock, there is a path leading up towards the, the lighthouse. Uh, and it is surrounded on all sides by thickets and a few trees uh, that are growing there. Uh, but you can definitely see that the lighthouse cottage 
where the keepers would live, um, does have its lights on. It's got lights inside uh, peeking through, and there is a porch light. Uh, this structure is attached to the lighthouse, which is farther, farther down away from you. And I'm to find whoever turned off this light. I will cut him into halves. Well, hold your horses there. That might be a technical issue or something. What did you say your name was? Philippe Dubois, ship engineer of the Essex County, or nice whatever is left of her. Yeah. Uh, I draw I'm a machete and start chopping the way. Okay. Well, looks like a uh, machete. <laughs> mm -hmm. Looks like okay. that rowboat was a one-way trip with that hole. Uh, my name's Pete Morris, by the way. Eleanor Carson. Conrad. Seems like our ship wasn't the only one to have an unfortunate fate this evening. I didn't. Did I hear about this in the news? Nothing. Yeah. You're not so sure either that that was recent, or at least not tonight. What's that other fellow's name? Parker. James Parker. Nice to meet you. Let's get this rain. Yeah. It's like storms Let's... coming through quick. Yeah, keep that machete down, uh, Philip. You want to struggle with this bush? Well, we don't want to scare these nice folks. Well, you don't have to cut through it. There's a path going through it up towards mm. the, the, the lighthouse. Um, so uh, the, the, the little climb up is, is a bit steep, but you can see that there are you know, stone steps that have sort of been laid into the, into the mud so that it's, it's easy to get your traction going up. Once you clear the thicket and you come out, there's a, a bit of a lawn and then there is the front of the cottage. Um, there is a small light on near the door. Uh, you can see the door. You can also see that this is a fairly well-worn path. There's a lot of, you know, foot traffic that's gone back and forth here to the dock. As you approach the house, you can hear what sounds like um, some sort of machinery going off in the, you know, off in the distance. You can hear it when the wind blows in the right direction. Um, it sounds like an electrical generator. Uh, you, uh, you also see that the path splits before you get to the house. One half of the pick, uh, one half goes to the front door and the other goes around the side of the, of the cottage. It is beginning to sprinkle quite a bit. I say we head for the cottage. Good idea. Shit I'll head right up to the door night. then. Do a spot hidden as you approach the door. Uh, that's hard. Okay. You notice two things. One is that the front door is slightly ajar. The other is that there are some very strange looking muddy footprints on the porch. Um, 
do you have natural world or or anything like that no <clears throat> but i'll um, point it out for the group to see eleanor do i actually uh, do um, have natural world. okay you can do it too eleanor i don't i don't have i have natural at base biology and zoology are my specialties no zoology or no it's a failure uh how'd you do conrad okay so the the other prints or whatever they are seem to be kind of odd rectangles or diamonds in the mud about the size of your hand um and you can see that they are in fact on top of other muddy footprints which look like boot prints so whatever made them, maybe a seabird of some sort, um, you're not sure. But the door to the cottage is open, and there is light coming from inside. I'll knock on the door anyway. Hello? Anyone home? There is no response. Well, we might as well just let nice. ourselves in. Okay. As you step inside, you are in a kind of large hallway. Okay. Um, you realize from the, uh, the shape of the cottage is very rectangular. It's very simple. Um, you can see that there is, you're in the front end of one long corridor. Uh, the corridor is maybe 10 foot wide. Um, you can see that it goes straight in and all the way to the back of the house and that it opens. You can barely see because it's dark back there, but you can see that there's some little steps going up into it and that that's probably the lighthouse back in the back. Um, you can't see it very well, but there is uh, there are two doors. There's a, well, I'm sorry. There's two doors on each side. There's two doors on the left, two doors on the right. And uh, the one right next to you uh, seems to be open a little bit. Uh, and that's where most of the light is coming from. That's on your, uh, on your left. Sorry. I'll go down to that door and kind of peek in. When you look inside, you guys are all kind of clustered there in the opening. Uh, you can see that it's it's like a study. There's books, there's desk, there's a uh, wood-burning stove. Um, there seems to be another door leading out of that room. Um, but at a glance, you can see that it's, a, it's like the study where they would sit. There's three armchairs uh, that seem to be sitting in front of the fire, the the wood-burning stove. Is it lit? Is the stove lit? The stove is lit, yes, and it's warm in here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk around this study and just kind okay. of peruse. Okay, so you, you're walking into the study. Are you guys following? I'll, I'll follow. It's where the main source of light is. Yeah, it's All good right. to be warmed up. Eleanor and Pete, 
uh, since you're the last two to go in that direction, do a spot hidden for me. No, that's a failure. Okay. Pass. Um, all right, so you step into the study, and uh, it's a very nice little study. It's warm. Uh, like they say, there's three chairs. There's a roll-top desk. Um, there is also a flat table sitting in front of the front window. Um, there seem to be paper, uh, a couple of rolls of what look like uh, canvas. Uh, there are paints, and it looks like watercolor paints, and a glass with some dirty water in it. And there is a folio setting against the wall that probably contains more paintings. Uh, so I have some One of these guys must have been a, you know, past the time with painting. I have some expertise in that. Can I uh, see if I glean any special insight from that? Sure. So which, what are you going to do? Look at them. There's sketch pads. There's a painting or there's a folio. Going through them all. Okay. What's everybody else doing? You're, you're some kind of uh, artist? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I... Uh, I was studying the um, European masters, and then I got uh, got tired of it and wanted some um, some wanted some American experiences. Oh. Came back over here. What about you, Parker? I I deal in antiques. I'm uh, yeah, I've got a little small shop back in the city, so just okay. kind of kind of looking around, seeing what there is to see here. So, what do you think those are? And I point to three small gold coins on the floor. Well, those look like gold coins. You can see right what outside type? the door, there are three coins laying on the floor. Never seen anything like that. No, the design on the coins. I don't think so. Let me uh, take a look. Let me, uh, I guess I'd be in a praise. Well, it wouldn't be a praise. Yeah, be a praise. You're going to take a look at them. Yeah, Eleanor, what are you doing? I uh, imagine that I'm kind of just hovering anxiously. I like I feel like I'm intruding, okay. so I'm just trying to. And Philippe, how about you? Philippe is growing more and more angry. Uh, he lost his job today, and uh, <laughs> he had completely different plans for the evening. So uh, he's really so, pissed. So you're is thinking there, about that. Is there anyone that I can see? No, I mean you. Then I'm just them. going to shout, "Assholes! Where are you?" I think they, they're probably at the lighthouse, Mr. Dubois. All right, I will go. Okay, it's dark down there, so you might want to. Uh... But I can see it in the. Yeah, you can see it in the, yeah. you can see the doorway going into it. Um, all right. Uh, Pete uh, and James, you're looking at the coins, and they seem to be rough-hewn gold coins about about the size of a silver dollar, and they have some very strange markings on them. Hmm. I have no idea what I'm looking at here. I don't think I do either. Some kind of Roman coins or something? 
I don't think I've have I ever seen this kind of writing, Tom. Nothing like this. You'd think that it wouldn't be Roman because Romans were pretty particular on there'd be an emperor's picture and all that. They seem to have some sort of writing on them you're not familiar with. It looks like some sort of picto picto writing. Um, and that strange little obelisk-like thing in the center of it. They look old, but you know, gold doesn't tarnish. So you'd say that it might be dirty more than more than you know uh, hard to tell the age, but definitely old. They're not very round and they're not very clean cut. But they're definitely gold. Yeah, you're pretty damn sure they're gold. In fact, if you try the old biting them, uh, you can tell that that it's somewhat soft. So they might be 24 karat gold, full 100% gold. Um, Conrad, uh, as you were looking through a, a small collection of watercolors, um, you can see that they are done by somebody named Sam or Samuel Smith. He signed most of them. He's dated a lot of them. Uh, and um, they're, they're not too bad. They're a bit abstract. Um, uh, looks like that's probably what he's been doing all along. You do notice one that seems just a little darker than the others. Looks like this. It seems uh, it seems somewhat gloomy. He's dated it February 12th, 1926. And there seems to be somewhat of a dark figure in the picture. Hmm. And the light, uh, is that the normal color of a lighthouse or would that be an unusual blue? Um. I think that's just his choice of color. That's definitely this lighthouse. You also right. find attached to it, um, or rather with it, you find his original sketch that he did, which looks like this. Where is the dock in, in relation to, like, obviously you got the lighthouse there, which is the house that we are in, down at the bottom to the right of the lighthouse. But where is the dock? Like, could I walk out to where that is and be the shadowy figure? Stand it looks like it would shadows? it looks like it would be in the thicket on the far end. The whole island has thickets all around. But yeah, maybe that would be the perspective from there. And if someone comes over my shoulder, they can get a look at it. But otherwise, I, I don't think I think of this as noteworthy enough to bother anybody else with, but I will take note of it. Okay, but then you flip the sketchbook. The sketchbook itself was laying on the table in front of you. And when you flip the sketchbook, you have this. He's actually watercolored onto the sketchbook itself. He's done it very hastily and uh, it's a lot of, it's not very well done. It seems to be bizarrely distorted. 
Conrad finds it upsetting. And actually, this might be noteworthy enough to uh, draw someone else's attention to, whoever else is in the room. It's definitely the window right in front of you. Instinctively, I look up at the window. <laughs> yeah, you can see that's black outside now. The, the rain is starting to come down. Is everything all right? You're, you have an odd look. I don't know. Um, I, I've seen I've seen all sorts of uh, eccentric painters in my time. This is just a little disturbing. Um, I, I I show her it. That is weird. It's just strange. Now we're yeah. all in the study at this point. Nightmare, right? you know, maybe. Yeah, Philippe is getting ready to leave and go towards the right White House. Because I see them, I see them huddled over the the paper, and I want to take a look. Curious as to what they're doing, so I kind of eyeball over. Oh, uh, and I see it. And is that window op openable? That's not even a word. Can you open that window? Sorry, you, you can. sound smart yes. for a second. Yeah. There you go. So I want to creak that window open and just look down and see if those if there's footprints right outside that window. It's the weird too dark outside we saw. to see at this point, uh, but you don't think so. It's mostly kind of rocky right out the outside the window there was another one uh right here and I, I i it could be that the shadowy figure is the same one um that painting is, is or that that picture is dated february 12th or wait what was the there's not a date or a signature on it and there's Before no all... corresponding finished work for all I know, this shadowy one could be a self-portrait. I mean, it, it's very, very blurry. It also could be an over-reactive uh, uh, imagination. You know, people live here in isolation. They go kind of nuts. You say oh. over-imaginative. I, I, that's some of that's some of that's good in in the craft. Sure, sure. Hey, Philip, are you gonna go out there in the dark? Why don't you grab some storm lanterns? Or a, or a torch, maybe we can find something. Now you're coming, or am I? I'll go with you. Okay. But uh, gonna look for a torch first. Okay. I think yeah. I'll um, go with you as well. I don't like intruding on these men's personal space. I'll I'll no, go with you. There is definitely uh, some hurricane lamps here and there that All you right. can light and take with you. I will pass one to Philip. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, machete in one hand, lantern in the other. Can I further intrude on these people's personal space by like, is there is there a staircase leading upward or something? That this is, one, is one story. It's just one story. Uh, and then uh, there is definitely, well, then there's a staircase leading up into the lighthouse, which is where they're heading towards. Okay, I'll join them then. Okay. Um, so as you step back out into the hallway, um, what did you do with the gold coins on the ground? What? I guess they're still in my hand. Oops. Okay, there are three of them. Yes, I have all three. I was looking at them. Uh, I, I believe Pete handed them to me to look and see what uh, I thought about them. And 
they happened to still be in my hand. I was just kind of rubbing them together because it made a nice jingly, somewhat scratchy sound. Are you going to take those with you, James? I was not going to take them with me. I was going to put them back in the possession of uh, the guy who owns this house. What if we don't meet up with him? Are you going to bring it back? I will hold on to them until I get in touch with him or her, whoever's running this place. All right. You want All one? Right. I've got three. So, I'll be good. Nope. You best when be you good. So when you step there back you. out into the hallway, you now have two doors on the right and one on the left before you, the hallway ends in the uh, little little steps up into the circular uh, base of the lighthouse. Do you want to check any of those? Yeah, I'll glance in just to make sure that whoever is running this place isn't a really strong sleeper. Okay. Well, in fact, the one on the right, the first door, opens into what would have been their bunkhouse. You can see there are three beds. There are some little desks next to the beds. Um, there are clothes hung up in, in, uh, on, on poles and stuff. Uh, one of the beds, though, uh, it looks like it looks like there's not much in the way of clothing there. Hey, Philip, do you happen to know whether it takes this many people to run a lighthouse normally? I thought it just took one. Philippe. Hey, Philip. Oh, Philippe. Ah, uh, uh. Sorry what? if I got your name wrong. No, I don't care. So, what, what what do you want? Well, I just wanted to know. It's just kind of a sort of a passing question. I wanted to know whether it generally takes this many people to run a lighthouse. I don't care how many they pay. Sometimes it's one, sometimes two, sometimes five. I think it's at least two, typically. They don't just leave one man by himself alone. Ah, uh, there's just something romantic about somebody being there all alone, though. Well, Conrad's very way. isolating. Yeah, if you Sounds if you really, really want boring. your answers, I'm sure you can ask the the Bureau of Lighthouses. There's a Bureau of Lighthouses. Yes, there is. And how does a merchant from Lowell know about a Bureau of Lighthouses? Well, I, one reads the news. Hmm. Mm. Can't remember the last time the Bureau of Lighthouses was in the news. Let's move on. So there's no one in this room. That is and true. one of the bunks is empty, like no one has been living here, like in that bunk. Well, it, they're all very neatly made. And how many beds are there? Three. Okay. And, and are there when... signs of dust? Um, no. Yeah, okay. Maybe in some odd corners where people just tend to forget to dust, but in this case, I think it's spick and span. Um, moving on, the next door is on your left. And as you are approaching it, you realize that there is something staining the floor right next to that door, as if it seeped out from under the door. There is blood on the floor. Jesus. 
okay, everyone stand back now. I show my gun and badge. Yeah. Uh, I'm Special it. Agent uh, Pete Morris of the Bureau of Investigation. This is now a crime scene. So yeah. let's see what's on the other side of the store. Okay. As you swing the door open, it smears the blood along the floor um, where it opens. Uh, you can see that there is a bit of disarray. It seems like there was some sort of struggle. Um, you don't, there's no body, but uh, a lot of the pots and pans have been knocked down and uh, uh, some of the drawers have been pulled open. Uh, you think to get access to some of the kitchen knives. Uh, do a um, do a spot hidden for me, Pete, since you're kind sure. of putting this together in your mind. What might it Extreme. Okay. 13, right on the nose. There are, there are marks and splatters enough to make you realize that there was a struggle here, a fight. Um, someone rolled around on the ground. Uh, there is a couple of distinct handprints on the wall where they pulled themselves up. And then you're thinking that they uh, they may have then bolted. They may have run out the door, but you can't tell where. Okay. So there's no sign of the perpetrator. No. But there was definitely some kind of altercation here. Uh, I'm going to need all of your help. Don't well, you want us to fix the lighthouse first? No, we're just going to see what's going on and we're going to make sure that more, we're all safe. It could cause more deaths not fixing the lighthouse. Like the storm's coming through. Are any of you engineers? Yeah. Okay, then we'll go up. We'll go Mr. Up. Full, Mr. Full of surprises here. But how, how did you know that you would be here? Are you here to solve this murder? We, we, we rafted off of a crashed ship. That's outside of your scope, Conrad. We're here now, and obviously something's not right here. That's a considerable amount of blood. We might be in danger. I, I uh, see that that blood is causing me some... Uh, it's, it's, it's unsettling to myself. I'm just going to step out away from it. Is there another room I could just step into? Well, there is the, smeary, the final door blood. on this side. I don't, I don't want to open any doors. I just kind of want to go back. Maybe I'll go back to where those paintings were and maybe they'll soothe my... Okay, you're going to go back into the study? Yeah, I'm just going back into the study and, and because I, it's, 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 there's too much. Too much blood. Okay. Make me sick. Uh, and then there is a door directly across. Oh, by the way, also in the kitchen, there is a door leading outside here as well. It would be on the side of the cottage. Um, that is, is closed. Uh, did you guys want to look around the kitchen at all? Yeah, I I have point, to now. Yeah. yeah. All right. But Mr. Morris, I mean, there's there are footprints outside. Perhaps someone fled this. You might want to go look into that. Yeah. Uh, let's clear the scene first, so no one's hiding. We wouldn't want that, would we? No, I suppose not. 
There's not a tremendous amount of places in the kitchen where you could hide around a table, maybe, but you can easily see that. There is also a door leading back into the study from here. Um, uh, directly across in the hallway is a smaller door, the final door. Um, if you check in there, it's the larder. It's where all the food is. That seems to be completely undisturbed. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, so you guys are looking around. Do a spot hidden roll for me. That's an extreme success. Should I I'm, uh, pass regular? Okay. I'm you staying don't the find... door outside watching, not looking. Okay. Sorry. You don't find anything particularly interesting or in the way of a you know, telling you anything. However, there are quite a, a substantial amount of weapons in here as far as knives and heavy frying pans and things like that go. Comrade does think to just take a, a knife just because he feels like the situation is, is worsening. Okay. Cast iron skillet. Okay. So we'll treat that like a club and a small knife. Sounds good. Um, if James, James. Oh, yes. Okay, so you go back into the study. Um, there's the desk with the paintings and stuff next to it. There's also a roll top desk at the other end, uh, which uh, you haven't mentioned. Right. So nobody's in there with me right now. Is that correct? Correct. You are I'm by just, yourself. Okay. I want to go through the. I'm basically want to shuffle through all of his things and see if there's if I can find anything that um, helps me why I'm here helps me figure out why I'm here so uh, one of the things that you did notice was all of those little watercolor paintings were in uh, chronological order he kept them in the order that he painted them uh, so you can see that the odd one was, I think, from around uh, February 12th. At least the, the one with the dark figure was around from the 12th. Um, the other one seems to look like he painted it in a hurry. Uh, you go over to the roll-top desk, and the top of the desk is, uh, is open. Uh, you start looking through correspondence. And uh, at first you don't find much. Uh, there's, there's nothing really that important, but you do notice that some of the lower drawers are locked, um, possibly with, with personal stuff for people. However, you do find an odd uh, envelope with a letter in it uh, that does seem to be addressed to uh, Mr. Cassidy. Well, dear Mr. Cassidy, thank you for your letter dated February 28th of this year. I do indeed recognize the coin you described, or at least I recognize the style of decoration, for we have a piece of similar origin here in our museum in Newburyport. As a result, I suspect your coin hails from the small fishing village known as Innsmouth, and only the locals of that town could tell you its true worth, to them at least. I should caution you, however, against contacting anyone of that locale. Our own dealings with members of that town have been extremely difficult. 
they seem to have a very private attachment to artifacts from that area. One of their town's primary founders was one Obed Marshwoman, whom it is said sailed the South Seas in search of treasure. His legacy, the Marsh Refinery, has been producing gold since before the Civil War. No one knows his source of the metal. They'll take back what they think belongs to them. Instead, the Newburyport Society would be glad to purchase any coins you may have at market value once their authenticity has been verified. We feel that preserving New England history is far more important than catering to the parsimony of Innsmouth. If you would care to make arrangements to visit me here at the Society's Museum at your earliest convenience, then I can arrange to have our appraiser examine the coins, whereupon we can agree to a fair price for the sale. Again, Mr. Cassidy, I urge you most strongly not to approach anyone from Ensmith about your find. It really is for the best of all concerned. Yours sincerely, Miss Anna Milton. Miss Anna Tilton. I misspelled it. <laughs> is it Milton? Is it Milton or Tilton? Tilton? That's that. That's it's a Tilton. game breaker right there. All right. It's Tilton. <laughs> all right. Sorry. As I said, I had to retype all of these because the uh, type, the the cursive writing they used was in 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 unbelievably oh, yeah. hard to read. I've I've got a I've got a quick question regarding the the pictures before. Who mm -hmm. were they signed by? Sam Smith. Samuel Smith. Samuel Smith. Are you taking Sorry, long? Just... It is getting shitty cold out here. Yeah. All right, Philip, let's go. I'll go with you. All right. So, um, James, you're still in the study. Um, yes. Uh, the others, you you step into a circular room. Uh, the floor beneath you is uh, hard concrete, uh, possibly to help stabilize the uh, tower itself. There is a winding uh, spiral staircase going up the tower above you. Um, it's made out of wrought iron, and uh, it looks to be in good shape. Uh, there are a number of small light windows, which, of course, it's dark outside, so you don't see anything. Um, you're going to head up. You can see that it's probably, oh, 80 or 90 feet up. And uh, the uh, the end of the staircase seems to go in through a hole in the floor up above you. Uh, so up keep, you go. Keep... Is the machinery already leading up? Uh, no, there's the, no machinery. Okay. Then. Okay, so up you go. Your your feet clank on the metal of the staircase, and when you're about twenty feet up, you can feel the whole thing has a little bit of give to it. You know, it's sort of. Uh, counterbalanced by cables that hang down, but uh, it's only semi-attached as it goes up. Hmm. Um, Be careful out there. As you are heading up, you do begin to hear uh, what almost sounds like a 
clicking noise coming from up above you, a, a mechanical clicking noise coming from up above you. You uh, continue upward and mm -hmm. uh, the temperature definitely begins to drop as you go up. It's not freezing cold, obviously. It's a, but it's an April night, so it's it's chilly. Um, do a, we'll call it a spot hidden, but it's really a notice. I want you to see if you notice mm -hmm. certain things. Philip is very much concentrated on the machine. You, you can all do that that are climbing the stairs. Okay, I got an extreme, which is regular. Regular. Do you do you feel almost as if there is a slight, you know, sort of intermittent breeze that you can feel the change, like in the air pressure, as you're going up? Um, all right. Finally, you get all the way up. It's quite precarious looking down. You can see all the way to the bottom. It's fairly dark, except for the hurricane lamps in your hands. And as you, uh, who's going, uh, let's see what order you guys are in. Who's going first? You can fit mostly one person, you know, each mm -hmm. at each. So yeah. what's your order? would go first, unless. I'm behind him. Be behind you. You've got the light. I'll be okay. last. And then Chase. Okay. So Philip, as you come up, how do you want to approach the top? Uh, there, there is a ceiling that you're coming towards. You're obviously going to be going through, you know, as the staircase comes through it. How do you want to approach that? Is it closed in any way? No, it's not closed. It, the, the staircase goes right up into it. Then he would not suspect anything wrong and just walk up. Lights in okay. front, machete pointed to the ground. Okay, so you you go up to the top of the stairs, and as you as you clear that floor, you realize you are coming into what is called the service room for the light. Uh, in the center of the room, there is a mechanism. Uh, it seems to be functioning. Um, it is spinning a it's a mechanical thing with gears. It is spinning a a tube that is going up through the ceiling in here, another ceiling. Uh, there is, um, it's that's what's making the clicking noise as it's as it's moving around. Uh, it seems to be electrical. There is an electrical engine uh, motor that's attached to it. That is uh, uh, through the use of gears. Is you know it's spinning it slowly. Mm. Uh, there is a cabinet uh, against the wall. There are a number of crates. The crates are about one by one by about two and a half feet tall. Uh, that are there's maybe five of them stacked over against the wall, and there is a small writing desk. Uh, and then across from where you are. There is a different kind of stairs, a wooden set of stairs that goes up very steeply uh, through a square hole in the ceiling 
which is probably the the light bell itself where the light is uh and you tell you can tell immediately that there is water dripping uh from that hole and you can feel the cold coming from up there and an occasional just slight mist as if there's there's the weather is getting in up there somewhere and the rest of you see the same thing as he comes up in here this room is it's narrower than the base so it's you know maybe 15 feet or so wide it's not huge is it broken philippe i i don't know what to make of it I... can you fix it looks good something must be wrong upstairs but i can check it, but it might take a while would y'all do spot hiddens hard success standard okay 95 is uh you're fine it's just a failure 96 right. to 100 might be a fumble you can see on the desk across from you there is pen and paper there is a uh what looks like an official log of some sort of the lighthouse that is sitting there meanwhile james you're still downstairs uh what are you doing I'm still going through. I wanted to look on in this study along the walls of the, he's got bookshelves. I'm assuming there's bookshelves in there. Yeah. Is there any book on Ensma? Nothing like that. Not. Um, what you do find is you find uh, a few novels, uh, things to read. You find a repair manual for the lighthouse itself, how to, you know, change things, how to change light bulbs, how to fix um how to oil how to ma maintain the lighthouse um other than that maybe a cookbook uh nothing in particular in, uh, just general things. general bookery right well i'll go to uh if there's nothing else to see i mean i've looked around i've found this letter i got i think i'm getting a little bit of an idea of what's going on i'm gonna go over to uh where the beds were okay you know the bunkhouse the room it's just a room it's in the same house though right? it's under the yeah, same roof. yeah they, they call it a bunk bunk room we'll call it a bunk, bunk yeah I'm, I'm going to where their beds are and where their personal effects would be okay and and poke around in there and see if i can continue trying to figure out why i was uh why he was reaching out okay so you're going to do a search. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, go ahead. Do a, do a, a spot hidden. 23. Uh, it's a hard success. Okay. About the most you can tell is you can kind of guess based on sort of the arrangement of things. Uh, who was where you can, you can tell where Mr. Cassidy was um just because you're somewhat familiar with mr cassidy's habits um the other two beds are a bit mysterious um you have no idea who is staying in the one bed the other bed that uh that seems to be that with less stuff you, you think that might be mr smith's bed the artist there's nothing under the mattress like nothing under the mattress, he don't have a little stash of uh, 
coins or anything sitting anywhere You're, else uh you mean uh yeah cassidy's bed uh yeah, yeah you don't find anything like that All right. Well, um, it, now the other door where the blood was, if I walk across, uh -huh. since there's nothing in the bunk room, can I, can I go in there without getting any on me? Yeah, pretty much. Because now that I know we've got a, you know, sniffing around, yeah. I'd rather not have any blood on me because I know how they are. You know how they are. We well, know how realize... they are, Tom. You you do realize you can get in there from the study. There's a door going into the kitchen from there. That's that would that would avoid the blood completely. Well, I don't. I, I want to go into that room where the blood is, or is is the blood in the kitchen? That's because I thought kitchen. it was in a third room. No, it's in the kitchen. Oh, the blood is in the kitchen. Yeah, my map is flawed. Flawed. Oh. Well, that's all okay. Right so you're going to go in into the into the kitchen. Yeah, you know? I'm just gonna go in the. I'm gonna go in the kitchen. Uh, I, I'm. It's just odd that there would only be three coins. There's three people. There's three beds. There's three chairs. There's three desks. There's three coins. I mean, I didn't study at your big city university, but I'd say there's a pattern. Okay. So, as a matter of fact, with when I, I still got the coins in my hand, mm -hmm. can I pull out my trusty loop? And just look on there and see if there's blood on the coins or anything on those coins. Sure. Um, with your loop, do another spot hidden for me. 38 on 45. Uh, 38 on, uh, it's a regular pass. Okay. The coins are not identical. They're, they're, they're very crudely made. You're pretty sure that this wasn't done on a modern uh, modern coin press. Um, there's nothing with your antiques knowledge. There's nothing about them that seems Roman or Greek or or anything like that. Um, they almost look like. Well, do a do a knowledge roll. Let's see what, what if you can recognize any of the symbols or. There's a whole bunch of zeros going all the way across. So I'm going to go with, oh. uh, yeah, I got no idea. I, I don't even yeah. know. What are these things? Ew. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. They are. The big thing I was looking for was if there was, like, say, was there sand on it? Was there, was it encrusted mud? Do they have barnacles on it? Is there, you know, um, Nothing to... like that, but there's definitely, um, you, you might think that it looks like maybe they were cleaned recently. And they are pure gold. They 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 haven't tarnished in any way. Right. Yep. Yep. Hmm. All right. Lighthouse people up in the the top. Felipe, am I just getting in your way? It's, there's not much space here. Yeah. Let's let Philippe do his thing. I'm gonna go check out those tracks. If you want to come with me, Conrad. I don't think we should be alone. I'll stay with Philippe. I want to look at the logs anyway. Okay. Good luck. Stay so, dry. Eleanor, there are numerous logs covering years, uh, but you tend to look at the more recent stuff. The most stuff. recent, yeah. Um, perhaps the most 
interesting one uh, that uh, is this here. Journal of Lighthouse Station at Light Station at Beacon Island off Folly Point, Massachusetts. Um, years 1926, um, February 3rd, oil order arrived, need to lubricate mechanism this afternoon. February 11th, severe storm on the horizon, barometric pressure dropping rapidly, time to batten down the hatches. February 12th, there seems to be a wiring problem in the light circuit possibly caused by corrosion. We think we fixed the problem, but the new light burned out far too quickly. As a result, the light was out between three to four hours and could not be repaired due to the severe storm that continued from the previous day, February 13th. Once morning arrived and the storm had passed, the damage was discovered and fixed. And it's currently April, yes? That's correct. All right, so. Hmm. Um, other than that, nothing seems to be unusual or out of place. Are you reading this out loud? Yeah, of course. Yes. All right. Then uh, Philip is going to start and check the wiring if it's at fault. Okay. You can see where repairs have been made. Hmm. And they've been made pretty well. They are not severely incompetent. And there's no signs of, I mean, corrosion would take longer anyway than two months. The wiring looks okay otherwise. Mm -hmm. So it should function properly. That is correct. Okay, I. You can you can look here. Uh, the the cables are all okay. No I, corrosion. I, I can see. I trust your expertise. I trust your expertise. What about That's... where all that weather's coming in through, though? I mean, do you think that has anything to do with it? Maybe. But there's a lot of salt go... water in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Corrosion is always a problem on ships as well. Maybe we you can see this. He points to his greasy and stained overall. That's why we oil everything twice. Mm. Why don't the two of you do a spot hidden as you're standing and mm. looking at the log? Yeah. Uh, Pete, were you going to head back down? Yes, I was making my way down with Conrad. And I'm following him. Okay. So you're going down the spiral. Back yes. Down the spiral. Yeah. I'm spending three luck to make it a success. Okay. And Eleanor, did you make a success? I did okay. not. Philip, what you notice is that what seems to be happening a few feet above your head, where the stairs, uh, the almost almost the ladder, the ladder going up, uh -huh. is water is trickling in over that little lip. It's hitting the top. Uh, rung in the stair and it's splashing down not too far from where you guys are standing onto the floor. Um, at first you think that what you're seeing is oil in the, uh, in the water. But once again, as you look a little more closely and you move around with the, the lantern, you realize that it's red. He Sticks out the figure, tastes it. Well, it's mostly water, but it's uh, there's red dripping into the water as well. The puddle's not very large either. You'd say the puddle is only, oh, maybe three feet across. So it hasn't been 
it hasn't been pouring in all. Yeah. But it doesn't, so it tastes like blood. Yeah, it looks like blood, yeah. It's got a coppery Elder. smell to it. Elder. Oh, is that blood? Yeah, probably someone died up there as well. He looks up. <laughs> okay. At this time, you hear thunder cracking outside. Uh, you can hear the rain coming down. Is there a way um, to get up to the level? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, there's just, I mean, you know, you've seen like stairs, but it's like uh, it's almost like basement right. stairs where they're really, right. really steep. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Going up okay. through a hole in the ceiling, which is a bit a little rectangle. Looks like there might be a hinged hatch on that as well, but it's wide open. We should go check that out. Mm. I will go first. I will okay. let you. <laughs> so, Philippe, you start up those uh, steps. Meanwhile, Pete and Conrad reach the bottom of the stairs. And uh, James, you were in the uh, bunk room. Um, were you going to continue looking around or are you going to come out? No, I was in the, I think I was in the kitchen when it, by the time they came down, I heard them coming down. So I'm okay. I'm like, not, you know, I heard them clanking down the stairs. Right. So I'm not okay. going to be, I don't want to be elbow deep in something when somebody walks in. Just kind of, I'm just nonchalantly leaning against the counter. Hey, Paka. We, uh, yeah. you want to come out with us and investigate those tracks? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be good sure. to have another able bodied person. Sure. I was looking around here. And oh, and being that uh well it's it's what I didn't find. Oh nothing's we've got blood everywhere. We've got blood on the floor. I was able to calm steady my nerves. I'm proud obviously. of you. With, yeah, with a little cool air and uh some quiet self-reflection. And I looked around and I noticed there's a big struggle. Obviously, there's blood everywhere. There's all kinds of commotion, big struggle inside. Is that something that you would just invite someone in? Because I didn't see the door broken. I see no windows broken. Nothing's broken into as if somebody burst in to do this to them. Did you guys notice that? Or is that just of course I did. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, just saying. Just thought it was weird. That's all that, you know. Well, maybe, maybe they was... didn't get along. Maybe maybe they went a little crazy. Yeah, I guess it would happen out here. But, uh, I'm curious about those tracks before the rain washes them away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'll walk out with you guys. I'll as I step guys. outside, I'll draw my service uh, revolver from my chest holster. So I nudge yeah. Pete with my with my uh, arm. Say, hey, look, with my sketch pad, I look like a cop. Okay, now at this point, it is raining outside. It's getting heavier as the time, and you're getting big flashes of lightning and peals of thunder in the sky. Um, the, the tracks, the track itself, which is also well-worn, 
Um, yeah, a lot of it is starting to be washed away by the mud, but you can see that it goes around the side of the house towards the kitchen door is where it heads. Um, are, James, are you going with them? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go out with them. Okay. Bring one of those hurricane uh, lanterns, please. Okay. So as you head out, um, you're going around the, uh, the left side of the cottage, and you can see that the tracks go around to that side door that's in the kitchen. Um, uh, not far behind that then is the tower of the lighthouse itself, and the tracks continue around the back side of the uh, of the lighthouse. You can see that there are a number of small buildings back here as well. Um, continue. Hey, Pete. Um... It's hard to talk over this thunder, but uh, should I follow you or should we all split up to make, make best use of the tracks? It's best to stick together in this weather. Make you've sure you're not got, blown away. You've also got trees and thickets, oh, at least at this point on your uh, left-hand side. There's not really any splitting up. There's, there's only this track going in this direction. Um, the first small building that you get to is more or less, it, it, it doesn't have any doors on it. Uh, it's more like a, um, uh, a framed roof. And you realize that there is a large clawed bathtub and a place where you can put water up above and have it come through a shower head. Uh, it's a primitive shower, bath, bathtub. Uh, you realize the next building over is the outhouse. Do any of what? these look disturbed? Uh, no, they look used. Okay. And uh, right now they're pretty wet. Um, on the back side of the lighthouse structure itself, you see another lean-to sort of structure. And despite the storm uh, that's, that's making a lot of noise around you and the wind that's beginning to blow, you hear a mechanical noise coming from in there, like a generator running. Um, do a spot hidden for me. Of course. Success. 63 out of 65. You can regular hear. Okay. Well, as you're standing there, you can hear what sounds like uh, water pouring on metal. Um, do you look in the generator room? Yes. You look in the generator room, you realize that there are a number of uh, damaged places in the primitive roof. Uh, water is in fact pouring in over the generator, and there is a good chance that it will short out. Can I? Are there any planks or boards in the way that I can mitigate this? I have some there, electrical repair and mechanical repair. Yeah, there are. You figure, um, 
you figure if you had some way of fastening it, uh, there would be a way that you could repair it. Right, I'll take off my belt. Okay. What's going right, on? This Pete? isn't can I help what you? it looks like. Uh, we're going to try and keep the power up. Uh, you can lift that uh, plank up, help me fasten it, get this water off the generator. Now, it's a rather small shed. So two of you can be in there, but one person is still sort of standing out in the rain. Okay, James is still out in the rain. James, do a listen roll. All right. 16 out on uh, five. There you go. It's a pass. 16 out to 20. So as they're working on that, you've got the noise of the generator, the noise of them rust, uh, moving around in the shed, the sound of the storm and the wind around you. But you think you distinctly hear the sound of something rustling through the thicket, maybe 10 feet away from you. You also see there's another little building. It looks like a work shed. Do I, I, I'm going to look up, I want to look up at the, I want to look up at the, because it's freaking me out that I hear, sounds like something's moving around. I'm not a big fan of nature uh -huh. and outdoors. So I'm going to look up and see if I'm somewhat in the area where that watercolor painting was showing the shadowy figure. Do I, am I kind of oriented to that same? Well, you think maybe there, there is at least one other path that continues into the thicket um, towards the back side of the island. Maybe if you were through there and on the other side, closer to the shore, that would give you that look towards the yeah. Uh, yeah. And I realize that. And so it's I'm dark and it's yeah. So I'm gonna kind of scooch over to that other shed and and just kind of scooch okay. over into that shed and close the is there a little door, small door? Yeah, it's and it's definitely when you open it up and look inside, it's got tools and things like that that are in there for repairs. Oh, oh yeah, it's got that planks and corrugated metal and things like oh, that. Oh, that's James Parker land now. And yeah, you can st stand there in the doorway and or just inside well, and yeah, and, and can, can, can I close the door? Is there yeah. a door that I can kind of me? Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Oh, right. me. So it's, it's very small. But yeah, you're inside there uh, with the door closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Eleanor and uh, Philippe, what is your next move? I'm going to go up to the source of all of uh, the blood and the weather. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Okay. I'm letting Philippe take the lead. So Philippe is already going up the stairs. Yeah. Now, Philippe probably knows just because he's got a lot of sea lore and stuff like that. He knows what a lighthouse is like. But just to kind of describe it for you. So there is a glass room that is the top of the lighthouse. Um, in the center of it, uh, there is a light bulb, a large mercury vapor light bulb it's very bright and then surrounding that is a uh, fresnel lens which is designed to focus the light uh it looks like uh i'd have to see one um 
And that, that itself is on a track so that it is slowly rotating. It focuses the light into a beam which shoots straight out uh, through the glass walls. On the outside of that glass wall, there is a catwalk that sort of goes around the lighthouse. And there is a glass door in part of that on the on the mainland side, because uh, it's more most important that the light is you know, shining out towards the ocean. Uh, as you take a couple of steps where your head's cleared the floor and you're now, you know, this high off the floor looking up. Mm -hmm. You can see that there are puddles of water and blood that are there. You're pretty sure that there is a body or something uh, a little bit around the corner. You can see that uh, one of the glass outer panels in the, 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 the building itself are shattered. So there is glass on the ground. You can also see that the Fren Fresnel lens itself um, has been damaged. There is a part of it that is broken. The Fresnel lens is fairly thick. So these are more like chunks of glass that are lying on the floor. And of course, the light bulb itself in the center has been shattered. The wind and the rain and everything are blowing in uh, to this area. Yeah, I, I stop uh, once I get this overview and then I uh, talk quietly to Eleanor or at least as quiet as we can be mm -hmm. to still be heard. Somebody died up there and they broke the, the light bulb. Have you seen any spares down there? I'll, I'll look, I'll look. What do you think could have happened to them? Do you think in the process of the light bulb breaking somehow, maybe they were injured? don't know if it, there is an overload with electricity it could be that they got injured um, or, or hurt i'll start looking through those crates for light bulbs the crates are all light bulbs right okay. the light bulbs themselves then, yeah then out. i'll do the start the business of opening up a crate and getting one up to philly okay although i guess Wait. it won't matter does it oh will, will it matter though philly if the the lens is broken i guess some something some light than nothing? some yeah. light is still better than none yeah Let's see. Um, I, I will go uh, upstairs and then we can try to install. Okay. So when you step up, mm -hmm. you're stepping into puddles of water and blood. And you start moving forward. You begin to realize there are two bodies lying there. Um, and something else. Uh, as you come around the corner and you see what it is, um, you need to do a sanity roll. Uh, Eleanor, you're behind, so you don't quite see what he's okay. seeing. He just gasps and faints a sanity roll. Okay, do a 1d4. Two. Okay, so what you see 
uh, causes you to leap back and say something like "Bordeaux de putain de merde." There is a man lying on the ground. Um, he is bloody. He is torn. Uh, he seems to have something latched on to his neck and chest. Um, the thing that's latched on, the only thing that comes to your mind is frog, but a gigantic sort of frog. And except that it has spines and it has, it, it, it's bizarrely malformed and it has large webbed feet. Um, on the other side of him, there is another one of these creatures. Um, it's dead. It's lying there. It's eyes uh, glazed over white. Uh, unblinking, very fish frog like, uh, that it's lying there. You can see bullet holes in its belly and chest, um, and these spines sticking out of it. The final body looks more human, looks like a person dressed in, you know, wet weather clothes except that the face that you see when you see him also looks very fish-ish, as if his eyes are much bulgier and his lips much wider. Um, and he's got bullet holes in him as well. Uh, the, first, the first man, though, is human. And you can see that though he lies there dead on the floor, his eyes glazed white, I mean, his eyes wide open with this thing clutched into his throat. He holds in his hand a revolver uh, clenched tight in his throat. You can, you can probably guess that firing the gun is what did the damage to the, uh, the area that you're in. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so he, uh, Eleanor, you notice him bleat back in terror. All right. And, the, the, what? The, what's wrong? The, what's wrong? Uh, a fight. Uh, strange frogs. Uh, I'm not sure you should come. Uh, it's. Uh, is this thing still moving? No. Okay. Uh, just in case, uh, he leaps forward and slashes it with his machete. Yeah. It. It has a sickening sort of uh, uh, slicing sound as you do that. Uh, but in the process, when you do that, you do realize that there are parts of its body that are quite well armored. Um, it's got soft parts and, and hard parts. And these, um, these long quills that stick out from its fins look sharp and nasty, um, like some poisonous fish have. Yeah. Well, when he says strange frog, I'm scrambling up there to get a look at it. Okay. When yeah, you look, I, do a do a uh, do a sanity roll. I pass. Look at this. What is this? Is fascinating. You know, look Mr. look at this Bois, guy. Have, he, don't he touch it. Don't mermaid. touch it. Don't touch it. I had heard that there was an unidentified 
something in the waters around here. This is perfect for my research. I'm going to start trying to like gather up the little frog-like creatures. F Philip looks at her full of disgust. Yeah, there's very little room up here to do. I, I'll... Get out of the way! Get out of the way! Plus the yeah. water, the rain, I'll the get storm. the gun and then I go out of the way. All right. Uh, you grab the gun. Uh, you check it for bullets. All of the bullets have been fired. Meanwhile, back downstairs, Pete and Conrad are trying to repair the roof of the shed, not knowing that there is a work shed right around the corner. What are you doing, Pete? Uh, I am struggling to repair this piece of machinery. And the trail? You mean the building? Just, yeah. So the trail, did it still like go around? It did. Okay. So after we get this set, I'm going to continue on the trail. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do a... Um, I will just say that it takes you maybe 15 minutes to figure out what you're going to do. Uh, and really all that you've done is kind of deflect the water away. You don't have a hammer or anything like that. Yeah. Um, well, they got to have some kind of workshop or something. We'll we'll look around, Conrad. Conrad so, has just installed himself at the right hand of Pete. You're doing good. So as you step back out of the uh, generator shed, you can see that the path splits on your right-hand side. You can see immediately that there is a little work shed. And there seems to be light creeping out from under the door of the work shed. Um, uh, and you can see that the path leads uh, around the work shed and continues around the side of the lighthouse. But at that same point, right outside the door of where you are, uh, there is also a place where the path leads into the thicket and possibly down to the other side of the island. It's dark. It's almost like a tunnel of, of trees and thicket. I hate this assignment. Anyway, so this well, is your assignment was to no, be no. Not I'm not supposed to be here, but I hate yes. this area. It's too moody. It's creepy. Stuff will turn your hair white. Eh, it's kind of tragic in a way, right? It's a little bit. It's a little bit beautiful in that way. Romantic, All right, let's let's, let's go in. <laughs> okay, so you're going towards what the shed? I'm going towards the workshop with the light. Okay, I'm gonna knock on the door. Yeah, Jane. I'm now home? terrified. I'm now terrified because all I hear is a knock on the door, and I so I just brace home? my I brace myself against the door. Pete, you can hear that something inside moves. <laughs> All right, gun is drawn. Anyone home? You. Do I hear him say that? Yeah. Pete? Oh, Parker. Thought you were outside. Uh, no, I was getting wet. I was getting wet, and uh, I needed to come inside. Here, I'm, yep. I opened the door and let him in. That's fine. You guys That's don't believe this. It's got tons of tools in here and some corrugated metal and everything. I was just about to come let you guys know everything you need to fix the generator roof is right here wow that's exactly what we were looking for good job <clears throat> the wind blew the door shut damn storm okay 
Well, why don't you help out and grab some tools and let's fix this thing up so we can follow the uh, tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, uh, I see you, you've got your gun drawn. Just precaution. Well, you... I heard some. I heard. I heard some footsteps outside while you guys were working the generator roof. I, I thought I heard footsteps. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but then I saw the tools in here and I came in here. Don't need to be ashamed. Oh, I wasn't afraid. I was just really wanting to see what was in this shed. I wasn't afraid. Okay. Hope well, stick by me and you'll be safe. All right. What tools do we need? Oh. Uh, right. I list off the tools we need. There we go. Yeah, you get the you get the tools better tools than you just had five minutes ago, and you wish you'd found this earlier. I know. But with this, it takes you another ten minutes, and you're pretty much you've secured a piece of corrugated metal on the roof. Uh, the water's not going to be a problem anymore. See, they're they're not going to be able to pick us up if that light's not on, and this light needs electricity. So. All right, well, so the path goes around the lighthouse and then a separate path goes through the thicket? Is that what you're... That is correct. Okay. Well, I hope uh, Eleanor and uh, Leap, they're, they're all right, but we got to check this out. So once again, the gun's drawn. Let's go. We're just going to walk straight into the rain. You're going to yeah. continue around the lighthouse? uh into the thicket you're going to go into the thicket okay yeah. um the thicket itself would normally provide you with at least a little bit of cover over your heads except that everything is wet and dripping so as you're going through you're getting thoroughly you know soaked uh just by bumping up against you know, bushes and leaves and stuff don't like they have that. uh ponchos inside maybe that'd be smarter keep us warm dry yeah you you're pretty sure you saw ponchos in there then let's head back in well i'm walking you, right next to pete you want to go back the way you came or did you want to go uh the other way around the lighthouse which would probably at this point be shorter we'll go the other way then yeah all right so you start around the lighthouse on the other side i'd like you all to do spot hiddens I failed. Stream. Regular pass. Okay. Well, I like, let's do it this way. So once again, Pete, you're going first, then James, then Conrad. Um, James, Conrad suddenly latches onto the back of your uh, shirt and points at a place in the thicket, uh, right, sort of on the edge of the path. When you look back, you can see a human hand lying there in the rain, sticking out from behind, sticking out from the thicket itself. Jesus well, I Christ. Christ. I reach up and whack Pete. <laughs> what and is it, James? There's a hand. There's a hand coming out of the bush. Just there's the hand? hand. I, I, I didn't well, look any further. That's all you see at this tough. point. All right. Well, let's take a look. All right. You, you move over to where that is, and you realize that there is a dead body that's lying there. It's fully dressed, but it is torn open. Uh, the, the body itself is ripped 
uh, parts of its body are kind of strewn around in the bushes. Um, and Pete, when you look at the person, uh, you are pretty sure it is Michael. God damn it. What? I know this guy. He was uh, one of my contacts I was supposed to meet. You've got to be kidding me. I thought you said you would, didn't even know you were going to be on this island. He was posted up here. But like I said, that's was beyond scope. Now, it looks like he was, what, torn apart by animals? Or yeah. I looked up at the lighthouse. Did he fall? No, it looks like he was torn apart by something. Shit. Oh. But he was just he was just killed by animals like I, I gotta roll sanity 15 yards this. away from the yeah do a sanity yeah. roll. Uh, I succeeded. I failed. Um Pete, you're somewhat hardened to this sort of thing, so just take one point. Um Conrad, did you fail? Chase. Oh, sorry. I, I succeeded. Okay. Uh, you take two points and James do a 1d4. We're getting all spooked. What are I'm going to be stuck here in this region forever. Hmm. Jesus Christ. I'd also like you to do um, I'd like you to do, well, we'll say Pete, do a uh, uh, spot hidden. Sure. Uh, that is a hard Okay. Um, you look down at Michael and you realize that his body is still a little warm. That this must have taken place within the last hour or so. There also seems to be something stuck in his face. It looks like porcupine quills something like that you can see the skin around where they are has discolored there's black sort of under his skin moving away from them like uh like they were poisoned some yeah, sort never seen anything like this before it's like he was a got a puffer fish thrown at him it was this is like a blowgun or something your guess is as good as mine. All right, we, we got to get off this island, but we got to make sure it's secure because this body is fresh. So, gun is still Do, do a listen for a Hey, Tom, if I look yeah. up now, it's the painting, isn't it? Now that we're behind the thicket? Uh, No, you're still on the side of the, the, the lighthouse. You're literally right up next to the lighthouse, so... You'd have to go back out through that to the edge of the island. I fumbled. I didn't hear a thing. Neither did I. Fumbled. Um, what's that? Sorry. What's that? I have you rolled us now. Listen. 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 All right. You don't hear anything. You just want to get the hell away. How about yeah, the rest of you? We all hear fell. a thing. Okay. You all failed. So. You just trudge on quickly around back around the side of the uh, the lighthouse cottage and back up to the front door, yeah. dripping let's, wet. Let's get the the ponchos. 
let's let uh philip and philippe and eleanor know and let's follow those tracks Whoa, what's the plan here are, are we solving your investigation how do we get off this island listen you're welcome to stay but i've got a, my uh, my own duty well I, I i guess if you could use my help i'll, I'll tag along i'd love your help um, Eleanor and uh, Philippe, I realized a moment ago I made a slight mistake. I forgot something, but I'll I'll explain it this way. In that same room, the room down be just below you, there is a radio. Uh, however, when you looked at it, it was sitting on the table. It was disassembled. Mm -hmm. There were pieces all over the the table. Some of them looked like they had fallen onto the floor. Uh, it doesn't look smashed. It looks disassembled. Like for repair or cleaning? Possibly, yeah. All right. Um, so you guys are up there. What do you guys want to do? I'm carefully taking samples. I want uh, these two frog-like creatures finding, finding a, uh, something to carry them in, maybe one of the crates or something. Okay. Um, and have care with them, like wrap them up, maybe. Well, the creatures themselves are like small children sized. Okay. 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 Um, large. They look like they, they feel like they might weigh, uh, you know, 40, 50 pounds at the most, you know, each. Um, they're very strange looking. Uh, they've got an overall sort of human-esque structure except that they are obviously they've got large haunches uh, uh powerful muscular feet partially covered in armor their mouths where you can see he's latched on are almost anglerfish like with very sharp needle-like teeth uh large un unblinking eyes and these spines on the back of their heads um very strange looking things uh never seen anything like it oh yeah and i'm cataloging all of this i just find this okay. very fascinating at this point. You, maybe you can drag one of them down into the room right below you right yeah yeah that would make the sense and the um the uh the light itself you've got spare light bulbs but the fresnel fresnel lens is broken uh and rain is coming into that room so it would probably short out the light bulb unless you find some way to block the window and then there's blood and bodies on the floor okay i will store the light bulb the 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 replacement light bulb uh next to it and then see what i need to be what needs to be done uh to fix the the incoming rain yeah um, you need a tarp or something. You haven't seen anything like that or any way to fix it. Um, the light, because the lens is broken, uh, the light will provide some illumination, but it won't be the bright focused beam of the lighthouse rotate. As long um, as the tower can be seen, I think that will still help in some way. But... Right. Um, 
do an electrical repair mm -hmm. and we'll decide if it doesn't just immediately short out because of the moisture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not my strong suit, but I make it 38 or 40. Okay. So you, you put the light bulb in, you release the uh, catch, the light bulb rotates into its place and it immediately comes on. It's very bright, almost blinding to be standing right up next to it. Um, it lights up the lighthouse. Uh, gentlemen downstairs, just as you are getting to the door, you see the lighthouse light up up above. It doesn't seem to be a rotating light. It's not as bright as what you'd expect from the lighthouse, but it does have light now up there. Oh, thank God. Philippe did it. Good for him. All right. So you guys enter down below. Um, Eleanor and Philippe will just say that you can hear the noise of somebody coming mm. into the building down below you. But you don't know who. If we are, while we're still up there, um, can I see where they got, uh, where this, th these fish frog things came into the lighthouse? Is the door open to the balustrade or? Um, no, uh, but the door was open when you got here, the front door of the building. Hmm. Okay. I must have climbed up here. All right, you guys, you hear them downstairs coming in and uh, knocking the water and mud off their feet. What you guys Hello? downstairs? Yeah. Just uh, Pete, Conrad, and James here. Mr. Dubois, hey, come on, help me drag this down. Do you really want to carry this thing? Yeah, this is scientific discovery. You're Do you want looking to cook it at or... Anaxorus Carsoni right now. This is going to be named after me. What does it taste like? I'm not going to eat it. It's a frog, no? It smells strongly of fish. Um, uh, Some garlic. Pete James, Pete James Conrad downstairs. You can hear them sort of having a, a heated, not an argument, but discussion upstairs, especially Eleanor's high-pitched squeaky voice. I'll make <laughs> my way up. I'll start getting the supplies ready on the ground floor. I'm going to go in there to the heater and dry off and get warm because I've been outside and I'm wet and I want to get warm and dry. And I'll also grab that How to Fix a Lighthouse book. So that when they come down, I'm gonna just be like, hey, found this if you guys are interested. Okay. So you've gone into the study. Uh Conrad, you said you're heading towards the stairs going up to the lighthouse. Pete, what are you gonna do? I'm just getting supplies, uh ponchos, more lanterns. Okay. There's probably ponchos inside the bunk room. Then I'll head there. Okay. Um by uh, uh, Pete, do um, 
call it an intelligence role because it's based on your knowledge as a special agent. Now with the 94. Okay. Um, in that case, it's fairly easy to find ponchos so that you can go out into the rain. But um, you don't really look around for anything else, so. Is there like a, a flare gun or anything like that? Flare. Now that I'm with the supplies? Um, no, probably not. Um, but you do figure there should be a radio here somewhere. That's true. Well, I'll ask the rest of the gang once they get down here. Okay. Conrad, you are going up. Uh, Eleanor and Jan and uh, Philippe, um, are you staying in that uh, the service room? I'm starting Upstairs. to haul this thing down. Yeah, okay. I, down. I will help her. So Conrad, as you uh, as you are going up, you notice Eleanor and Philippe coming onto the staircase above you, coming down, and they seem to be carrying something. It looks at first like the, bo the body of a green-colored child, uh, floppy, but then you see webbed feet. What the hell is that? There's one more upstairs if you want one, and uh, but then it needs to be named after Madame, and uh, there is also a frog person. Don't know. He got shot. What? A frog person got shot? What are you talking about? Don't check it out. <laughs> I do want to look at him when we finish here. That's also very interesting. Don't Maybe worry, it's costume. dead. Who killed it? Costume. Did Philip kill it? No, I think the lighthouse keepers must have killed it. He had a gun. I think, it, I think it attacked them. In the firefight, the light bulb got shot. The lens is broken as well. The firefight between some... what? The, oh, the, the, the lighthouse keeper and a frog person? Mm. Yes. And two of these things. He points to the, to the box. They're quite tough. I tried to chop it with my machete. Mm, not good. All right, so you pull this thing down, you get it to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, Pete, what are you up to? So um, if my contact was staying here, he must have notes, so I'll look for those. Okay, um, you look through what you've determined would be his bunk. Okay. Um, and you start looking. It takes you a little time, but tucked between the mattress uh, over towards the wall, you do find a little notepad. Um, what you find on it is this on his last entry. George Cassidy, previous criminal record, involved in smuggling, lights on water, small rowboat, found ship parts on North Shore, found gold coin on North Shore. Bigger than just bootleg moonshine. What is going on? 
Smith said, saw someone in trees and peering through a window. Men on island at night. Croaking noise. Frogs. I'll keep this hidden. This is official FB, uh, Bureau property. It does make you think, too, that the other men probably kept some sort of journal. Yeah, I'll look for those as well. You look for those, but you don't find anything in this room. I'll ask the rest. But I'll get the supplies in order, gather them, and head into the main hallway. Okay. Um, all right. So you end up in the main hallway. Uh, James is back in the, uh, in the study. And Philippe and Eleanor and Cars and Conrad seem to have a strange bloated fish thing. What on earth is that? I have no looking clue. At Carson's toad, isn't it beautiful? What'd you find? For, furthermore, they said they found a, a fish person up there. That they, 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 they was a, in a firefight that, that damaged the lighthouse. Okay, hold on. Could have also been a frog person. Don't know. Okay. Let's let's get beyond the fact that this is tampering with a crime scene. Uh, let's say this is out of necessity. So I'll, I I need to look at that. I need to check it out. Was there a gun? Yeah. Yes. He, he pulls out the gun. Uh, watch where you're pointing. That is that is that it's empty. Okay. Well, is uh, can I identify it as a 38 revolver? It is. I've got a I few of spare bullets. I knew you were going to ask me that. It is, in fact, a Colt M1877. Okay. So not sure your bullets will fit oh. into that gun, but there might be bullets around somewhere. Yeah, uh, you can probably get that loaded up for self-defense. Uh, in one of these rooms, this is once again, this is out of necessity here because I don't think we're alone on this island. We found a body behind the lighthouse. Mm. Oh, there's a radio up there too. I, oh, is it working? Taken apart. It's uh, no, it's, no, it's uh, I can repair. Perhaps Mr. Dubois can help. Yeah. Okay. Dubois, if you head up there with me while I look at the crime scene, maybe you can repair this radio so we can get off this island. Just uh, it better not be one of those, you know, those insfolk people. Insfolk, what? What is that? Yeah, they've 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 got a bad reputation. Yeah, uh, not too kind. Some Why of would them they be are... all the way out here, though? Can I can I roll? What on do you mean? Us? What was that, Philippe? Can I roll on Cthulhu Mythos? You may. You may also roll on a cult. Should I roll on a cult? Um, no, I don't think so. All right, we're good. I can spend luck to make this work. Um, what what would be the better result, mythos or occult? Mythos. That's thirty points of luck, folks. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, let's let's just say let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just say that you've heard you're you're a sailor. You've heard rumors yes. about things that shouldn't exist that live in the sea, mermaids and 
sirens and things like that. So that whole thing just sends hackles up the back of your neck. Yeah. Kind of like spines, but not spines. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Pete. They have a bad reputation. A bad reputation for being frog people? No, no. not Son, have you ever been to Innsmouth? No. Good. Keep it go that way. James, you warming up in there? I'm just listening to you guys. Do you have James? Plans? You you do I, hear I them. Yeah. I, I I could hear them. I'm I'm right. I'm in the by the yeah. fire. You're ten feet away. Right. Yeah, I can hear them rattling about. And uh, I heard you guys mention Ensmith and frog people mm. or creatures. Is that what I heard? Flop down the stairs. That no. Yeah, take a, take you, a look at this thing. Did you drag? Don't a, touch it. I'm not going to touch that. Look at it. No one that's wants to you, touch that. It's that's disgusting. How you, that's how you get warts. You touch the frog. Apparently, exactly. that's not even... Everybody the, knows that. Th- that's that. not even the real... That's not even the real mystery here. They, they found a person, like a frog person. Look, we'll look at it. We'll check it out. I'll call I'm not it looking in. at it. Okay, I'll look at it. Well, look, here. here's the thing. All right. I may have known a guy who was here. All right? And I really think the only way we're going to figure out what happened here is if I come clean. I'm just now come you, clean. you know a guy who was here? Well, Pete I knew, knows a guy who was here. How does everyone here know somebody that was here? I don't, I don't know, know anybody here. I was actually aiming for this place. I didn't I just happened to wreck the... They just happened to wreck at the right time. So, yeah. you know, serendipity, if you will. Well, you probably expected the know. people alive. Well, yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be alive. Look, here's the thing. He re- the fella, my old partner, all right, his old business partner of mine, George Cassidy. You've probably seen his name on some stuff around here. Maybe I have. Well, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, maybe you haven't, maybe you have. So he had sent me a letter. He sent me a letter asking if I was in the business of, of selling strange and exotic goods, which I'm not. I don't do that that's neither here nor there but i don't do that but it was weird to have him call out to me and ask that so i was wondering if he had got himself into some kind of dirty business if you will some kind of shadiness so i came out i wanted to come out and talk to him and say hey man what are you doing what are you doing you know so obviously i poke around i'm poking around and i found a letter and i'm going to show them the letter I'm going to show, I'm going to show Pete the letter because Pete's a cop. So I'm going to show Pete the letter. Here you go, Pete. And I show him the letter that George Cassidy had sent to the people, uh, to the, the folks trying to get a buyer for the coins. Yeah. It's, it's the letter right. from, I'll, I'll read it's it. letter from yeah. the Newport, Newburyport yep. society right. writing back the reply. Sorry. Right. The reply. Yeah. All right, James, let's say. You're just friends with Mr. Cassidy. Let's just say that you don't sell exotic goods. <laughs> and let's just say that if you help all of us get to the bottom of this, we won't have to worry about judicial action. I mean, I'm no snitch, but I th- I could probably, we could probably work together. Yes. Of course. Yeah, I'll extend yeah. my hand. Excellent. I'm shaking that hand. Good. So we're just oddly, we're awkwardly holding 
hands shaking in front of everybody else while they're looking on <laughs> thinking that we've got some kind of weird connection you two here. you two both happen to know somebody on the the island we freaking shipwrecked on and now what does this have to do with Ensmith? what does Ensmith have to do with any of this come down son you've got a frog in your lap you got a frogman in your lap what is that or or an, or an eleanorius carsonius this- this is Anaxorus Carson. I thank you, Carson's toad. Now, what does that have to do with anything? Potato, potato. What does that have to do with Ensmith? Because if this Frogger is from Ensmith, then at some they're here for some kind of reason, and it seems that these gold coins that were found in the hallway that I really am not sure where are at this point are somehow tied to Ensmith. Because in the letter, that's a, the first thing that they said. It's if you're tied in with Ensmith, these people get really mad when you steal their stuff. How yeah, everybody gets mad when you steal their stuff. Yeah, but these folks get really mad when you get them. They, where did they even find the coins in the first place? This is an island. Don't know. Probably dug it up uh, you know, on the beach. Maybe we should go to the beach. Well, there's, there's I'd radio. like to investigate the thickets, but we got to deal with the radio and I have to look at these bodies at the top okay. of the lighthouse. I I will start repairing the radio and you can look at the lighthouse. Oh, right. Philippe, there's a book. I found a book. It's here. It's how to fix a lighthouse. It's, it was in the library. It's all the, it's, it tell you everything you need to know right here in this book, how to fix a lighthouse. It's put out by the lighthouse bureau. Of really lighthouses. excellent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, is there something about radio? I didn't open it. I just read the cover. I'm, I didn't want to judge. Then make sure it is not empty with the bottle inside. I open the book. Yeah, there's it's an empty bottle inside. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the maintenance schedule of the uh, lighthouse. There you go. There you go, Philippe. There's, there you go. Let's let's get out of off this shithole. We have to make sure the light's on. My patience is uh, running a little thin. With what I've heard is around here, I'm not leaving the proximity of somebody in here with a gun. So I'll stick to your side. Okay, well, if you want to come up to the lighthouse, fine. You guys are going back upstairs to the bodies? I got to look at them. It's my job, man. Yeah. Yes. And with that, let's take a five-minute bio break. Later. All right. So, what what are you all planning on doing next, uh, Alex? I mean, uh, Pete, you said you're going up to look at the Sorry, scene. I don't know about yeah. Alexa. Shut up. Didn't say Alexa. Pete. Yes, I'm heading up. We're heading up. Um, anybody going with Pete? Yeah, Conrad's determined to stay next to somebody who's armed. And while he's the only person armed, he's just going to uh, circle him. Okay. Going to get crowded up there with a bunch of people, so I'm going to stay downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Pete uh, and Conrad. I will go up and repair the radio. <laughs> Philippe will go up behind them. James Actually, and Eleanor. I'm going to go back to where we saw those weird footprints and see if they match the frog creature. I think without even even doing that, you think, yes, this is okay. what you thought at first it was maybe some kind of mm-hmm. a seabird, like a 
duck feet, but too big. It matches mm -hmm. these. I'm going to um, go bust those drawers out of the roll-up desk. Okay. Since everybody's coming up dead, I might as well see if there's anything in there and make a buck off of. Okay. Um, so Pete and Philip and Conrad. Uh, Pete and Conrad are going up first. Philip uh, will stop in the, uh, in the service room and see if he can fix the radio. Uh, do an electronic or electrical uh, repair. Roll. Do I get a bonus for the repair manual that I have? Um. Okay. Yeah. No, just I'll give it to ask. you. Yeah. Bon bonus die or uh, what is the? Yeah, you can have a bonus die. Mm -hmm. Also, because you are an engineer, so you know, the radio on board the ship would be an important thing to know how to fix. And uh, then it is a 22. I will spend two luck to make it a hard success. You don't need to. Um, the, well, okay. The, the radios, these radios are kind of primitive. They have, you know, vacuum tubes. Um, you can see that it's pretty obvious how to put it back together. You can also see that it's pretty obvious that there was a short in one of the wires that must have been what they were trying to look for to repair it. But in you know, 20, 30 minutes, uh, you have it back together again. Meanwhile, um, James, uh, you, how are you going to open up the doors? Well, I've got those tools still from when me and Pete were out in the tool shed. Remember we grabbed okay. them all up? So you got a so screwdriver? I've got a screwdriver and a hammer, basically. Okay. And with, the, with those two, all things are possible. Yeah, it's fairly easy to jam into the drawer and, and pop the lock and, uh, and pull the drawer open. Okay, there are two locked drawers. The first one that you pop open has a box inside of it, um, almost about, about the size of a cigar box, but a little fancier. Um, when you open that, it is lined with velvet on the inside, and it is shaped like a gun. So you think that the uh, the Colt came from this box. Um, there is also ammo. So hmm. you've got ammo in here as well. I'll, I'll, um, I'll grab a five of those and just stick them in my pocket. Okay. Just Eleanor, what were you doing in here? Are you still looking at your... Muted. She's so wrapped yeah, up. You can't even I'm, hear I'm her. wrapped up in the frog. I'm, I'm knowing myself. I'm just like cataloging it, looking at it in awe. Okay. Um, James, back to you. Uh, uh, so you've got the box for the gun and you've got some... Uh, uh, ammo in your pocket. Yeah, I, I just grabbed some of the ammo. I didn't need the box. I mean, I don't have the gun. What do I need the box for, you know? Yeah. Just grabbed a few, grabbed a handful of rounds and stuck them in my pocket. Okay. Uh, Pete and Conrad, you get to the top and you see the scene pretty much the way I described it earlier. Uh, it is wet. It is rainy. There's water coming in. The wind is blowing in your face. Uh, and as you move over, 
uh, you can see there are the bodies as they were described. You do not know who the man that had the gun that was attacked with the thing in his throat. You don't know who that is, but it must be one of the other two people. I'll document on my notepad and also I will identify that as the Innsmith look. Yes, the other human has the Innsmouth look, if you will. I'll, uh, while he's doing that, I'll just mark it down with my sketch pad, just trying to sketch the scene. Okay. You do that. Um, oh, good thinking, Conrad. Thank you, Pete. Do you do anything else with the bodies? I'm going to search for identification. Okay. Um, you search for identification. Uh, you do find it. You find a uh, an ID card, uh, and it is a, this person is George Cassidy. And Pete, do a luck roll. Past fifteen under forty-five. Hanging around his neck is a small leather thong, and. By his side is a purse that seems to be heavy with something that jangles inside of it. Looking at it, I'm expecting to see these coins. Yes, it is filled with those coins, maybe 30 or 40 of them. Oh, man. It's life-changing money right there. Uh, don't show James. We'll just take it. We will, so the lighthouse wouldn't have a safe or anything. So probably just leave it up here. Not going to disturb it. Is there anything else you want to do up here? Is there any identification for the Innsmither? Um, you look through their dual luck roll. Yes. We fail those. Okay. Uh, there is something uh, that looks kind of like a, an ID. Uh, you can tell that it's from Massachusetts, um, but it's damaged because it's been practically soaking in the, in the rain at this point. Um, you think the person's first name might have been Jeff something, Jeff Rowe, Jeff. Rob, but the rest of it is the, Was the there ink a Jeff? is all bled. All right. I'm going to actually take the purse full of gold and just like stash it into one of the like mechanical compartments. Mechanical compartments? Well, we're up in the lighthouse uh, near yeah. the light. Yeah, there's not really any compartments. of any Okay, kind. then I'll hide it away. Okay. Um, you'll hide it. Well, you'd have to, the only place you could really hide something would be, geez, I don't know, there's not really much hiding places. The, mm -hmm. the room right below you, where the yeah, I'll do that. Is, you could okay. put it in the cabinet. Yeah, that's or... what I'll do. Yeah, guess, guess okay. So. What do you have there? Uh, this is evidence that needs to be secured. And evidence. I shut the door. 
Did you get that radio working? Depends what kind of evidence. Listen, like I said, my patience is wearing a little thin here. It's uh, it's Bureau of Investigation evidence here. Mm. You can see the lights of the radio are on. So you got it working, this... right? Yeah, sure. All right, can you call for help so we can get off this godforsaken island? Do you want to call out someone in this storm or do you want to wait until it is finished? All right. Good point. Do you think there's someone else on this island? Yes. Then we should also store away this radio. I suppose that's a good idea. If it is our only communication outside. Yeah, why don't you put it in this uh, this closet right here? I'll open the same wardrobe. Okay. Stash mm -hmm. it away. And you can yeah. probably see the purse. You can probably see the glint. Mm. Well, he can't see the glint because it's closed, oh. but he can well, definitely when he see the it. shape of it looks like a bag of money. <laughs> yeah. He um, puts it inside. So is there any money in helping the FBI get, do we get? Oh, yeah, they'll, uh, they'll reimburse you or write you a big check. Make it worth your while. Also, being a hero definitely has its benefits in the news. News? Well, the newspaper. You want to tell people about Frog? people in, in the lighthouse in the news? Well, we can tell them about how you fix up the lighthouse. Philip, what are you getting at? We're all trying to live here. What do you have to, what do we have to bargain with? We're, we, we're stuck here. There's, a, there's somebody who can actually help us with a gun. Uh, what are we trying to do? I, are, are we, okay, say he doesn't pay your bribe. Are you going to destroy the radio? What bribe? No, no, I just, I am out of a job. I need money, right? Oh, you can find a job once we all get off this island. And if you want to, you can find a job working at the lighthouse, but that's not my business. And we're, we're in a very dangerous, precarious spot at the moment. The man speaks true. Meanwhile, yeah. downstairs, uh, James, you have managed to Jimmy open the second drawer, uh, the one below, and inside you do find a journal. Ah. Can I you flip through? See if there's anything All worth right. reading. Yes, you find <clears throat> this. February 13th, 1926. I found something near the South Shore on one of my walks. A coin. Glistered, glistered. It glistened in the morning light on the rocks near the dock. I searched on and found another, and then another. There was some wreckage. Looks like a small ship torn up on the rocks. Must have gone down recently, though none of us heard or saw anything. Also, nothing in the newspapers. Unless it happened the other night during that storm when the power went out. I better keep this quiet. Pretty sure these coins are gold, and I don't want the other two men to get a slice of the pie. 
must be worth a mint. I'm documenting the events in this journal, just in case. February 16th, 1926. Bought a coin catalog in Folly Point yesterday, but it's blasted useless. Only lists American and European coins. These things ain't got any letters I know. They look too old. Real old. Pirate's booty. I have told the Lighthouse Bureau. Hmm. I've told the Lighthouse Bureau I rather like it here, for now. And if I can stay as long as I like. My real motive is to keep searching for the gold. Once I have enough, I can leave and live it up on the mainland. I need to find out what they're worth and go with the highest bidder. Maybe I should write to some of my old colleagues to see if they can help. Maybe try some of those fancy antique shops in Roxport while I'm at it. March 10th, 1926. The coins are getting pretty hard to find. I'm sure now they came from that wrecked ship, but I have not been able to figure out who it was that wrecked. No reports from anyone. The two new keeper crew aren't helping matters. Makes it difficult to search without being noticed. Hope they don't cause me any trouble. As it is, I've filled a small purse, which I keep with me at all times. April 3rd, 1926. I've got a good lead now from a lady at the New Newburyport Society. She said they were valuable enough to put in a museum and that they would pay top price, even though she didn't really know what they were worth. But she did say where they were from, Ensmouth. I'll be sending one more letter to the Ensmouth Town Council. I'm sure they will pay the best. Then I can get off this stinking island for good and never look back. I have to be careful, though. I think Michael is watching me a little too closely. Lighthouse keepers are not always the most honest men. Sometimes they are ex-criminals. I should know. I have a gun I carry with me, right next to the gold. April 11th, 1926. Smith said he intends to leave the lighthouse tomorrow morning. Says he doesn't care if it violates his contract. He's had enough of this island and everything on it. I think good. One last pair of eyes watching me. Of course, Smith was not the real problem. That blasted Michael's a sneaky bastard, and I think he's after me for some reason. Smith says the radio busted halfway through his conversation with the Lighthouse Bureau. Says we need to get a new one. He'll try and repair this piece of shit before he leaves anyway. Counted my collection just to make sure he hadn't pilfered any of them while I was sleeping. Everyone's accounted for. I end up walking all over the island to, to throw Michael off track. I can see him watching me from the top of the lighthouse. Don't know what to do. I may have to cut my losses or somehow be more covert in my searches. April 12th, 1926. Smith left without a word. Me and Michael didn't even see him go. Didn't take his paintings with him either, which is odd. He's a pretty decent artist. He also didn't repair the radio like he said he would. You can't trust anyone. Bastard. I'll see what I can do to fix it later tonight. Michael seems really on edge. He keeps looking out the window, seems paranoid, and not about me. He's heading outside now to check on something, he says. Sometimes I wonder if he is smoking something other than tobacco in his pipe. Anyway, gives me more time to write. Life running a lighthouse, not easy. It's hard work. Mother Nature is always trying to sweep you off of this rock. She doesn't like man building lighthouses on her creations. And the sea, the foolish man looks at her endlessly, dashing herself against the rock punishing herself like a jilted lover but the wise man the wise man knows that she is patient and inexhaustible each time she rolls up and pounds the rock a bit more is washed away man's works are grand but she will wear them to dust in her time it's been over a week since i sent that letter i was hoping to get word from that's where the letter ends and that 
is today the date, the 12th. Looks like he stopped writing and put put it into the drawer and grasped the drawer. Without finishing his thoughts, something must have pulled him away. Enough to where he grabbed the gold and his gun. Meanwhile, what are the guys upstairs doing? I've probably cataloged and we'll head down. I guess it's time to check out those tracks. Hmm. I've created a sketch, which I can either use, I can either give to you or I could use for a painting I could make later. Hey, I mean, this sketch isn't bad. We, we might need some illustrators at the bureau. Uh, I, my, my, my family doesn't, doesn't need that kind of oh. cash. Okay. He can work for free. I take the money. No problem. Well, I'm heading down and I'm going to look after uh, follow these tracks. I don't know about you. You're welcome to stay at this uh, building. Safe and sound, dry and warm. I don't, somebody I, I don't... guard the lighthouse and the radio? No, that's a good idea. I don't think the lighthouse is safe. They found the they found the fish guy on the top of this building. I'm going to follow you no matter where you're going, and I don't think this place is safe. Okay, if there's a hatch on the lighthouse, you could flee up there, cover it up with heavy objects. You'll be safe up there. I really don't. I really don't think you understand the situation. I, I really think that they have all of the ingenuity, or all. Uh, these are All animals. The capabilities. It doesn't seem like they're animals. Hey, Conrad, it, from, you can take the pistol. It doesn't seem like they're animals. It seems like that we're dealing with something that is mythological in scope. We're dealing with something that it, it looked like a a merman or something. I, mm, I, I don't know how to explain this. it. But bullets kill them good. So take the gun. Do you know how to use that? Uh, no, I don't. And uh, you can you can have it back. I I, I can't shoot to save my I life. I don't have ammo. Ammo must be downstairs. Okay. Well, maybe someone's found something down there. Yeah. I'll take it. Let's regroup. Okay. So who's going where? Who's doing what? Who's staying inside? Who's, who's going outside? The storm is raging at this point. Did you say there were three comfy chairs in that study? Mm -hmm. <laughs> then my quite comfortable. Ass, then my ass is in one of them, right next to the heat. So you guys can go frolic around in the freezing cold rain and storm. I am going to sit here and just wait this thing out. And once the weather calms down, someone will come looking for us because we were due to be somewhere at some time. And when we don't make it there and the storm is raging, once it calms down, they'll send somebody looking for us. Okay, that's on you. Listen, I'm a member of the Bureau and I'm damn proud of it. So I'm going to do my job. Hey, James, um... do you share the journey? Oh, no, 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 no. No, I am as smug as one can be at this point. I may even... If I had it, 
I would pack a pipe and ta-ta to the rest of them as I sat there next to the warm. I might even throw another log on the fire. Right. Go get wet, get cold, catch the pneumonia. Well, I found George Cassidy up there. I figured, I figured you would. With all the blood that's down here and everything we've seen, I've seen enough. I, I've seen plenty. I've, I've seen all my fill. I have, no, I have no reason to go any further and watch any more of the frogs jumping about or your, your hands on the, on the trail, hands reaching out or whatever. I've had it. So okay. I'm here. I'm good. I feel good in my person. And you guys can go frolic and get eaten by frogs or whatever the hell Eleanor's doing in the kitchen with that one. Have a have a day. Make a day of it. Did so, you did you end up finding any bullets? <laughs> no. Yes. We've got an unloaded gun. I might, and you know what? Here, you know what? Here, if this will get you going and out the door, <laughs> here. All right, I'll catch. Oh, you didn't catch him because I, yeah. yeah. Well, well, here's the thing I, I think that if you or Eleanor can shoot a gun, I, I, I'm useless with this. So I, you might want to have a gun over here. You saw how I just used those bullets, didn't you? Oh, very effective. That's right. Missed. With all, however many were in my hand, clankety clank clank clank. I don't, I don't, I don't. I told you, packing a pipe. Ta ta. Okay. Hey Pete, fine. I'm gonna go check on Eleanor. Yeah, she's right she's there. She's fine. I can kitchen. see her right there through the study door. She's I'll hanging out with her. Side with you, right, Eleanor. Who is with... to see if there are yeah, more the... specimens. Eleanor, do you happen to know how to shoot a gun? I don't. All right, I'll teach okay, you I guess... how to use a gun. <laughs> it's... I will take the damn gun, Conrad. Okay, here you go. Stop arguing about it. All right, we'll we'll load up the magazine and put it in like that. You have to walk, talk the slide, chamber the okay. round, blah blah blah. Okay, do not point it at people. Okay. Who else is going? Right. I'll go. I want to see if there are more of these things around the island. Maybe observe them in their natural habitat. All right, so now we got two people with guns going out into the rain. Sounds good. Let's put on these ponchos and head out. So Eleanor and Peter going out. I'm going. Conrad with, uh... and Conrad's going. Conrad. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll follow them. I want to be okay. next to people with guns. Philippe. I will stay and uh, protect the machinery and the engines and everything. Okay. Cool. All right. So Eleanor, Pete, and Conrad, um, you head out the door. Uh, you realize that it's easier to go out the kitchen door because uh, then you don't have to walk all the way around the building. Um, you go through the kitchen, you go out the door, um, and around back behind once again, you see the generator there staying nice and dry. Uh, from your repairs earlier, the toilet. Does anybody have to use the outhouse while you're out here? No. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Um, you know that Michael's body is over behind the shed, but the path where you are now leads through the thicket. 
Is that where you're going? Yep. Keep that uh, hurricane lander nice and raised, Conrad, for us. Okay. So the thicket itself is overgrown. You do have to kind of, you don't really have to push your way through, but the path leads through it, uh, through a little tunnel. Uh, very soon, though, it opens up. There's rocks. And you can see that this side of the island goes down. It has an incline. There's a few more of those stone steps going down. Uh, it's a lot rockier than the other side of the island, large slabs of rock that come up out of the ocean. And you can see that there is another small dock with a small boat moored there. What do you think? Well, it's way too uh, stormy to set sail. Yes, the ocean is pretty stormy. But this is good for us to use in, when the storm subsides. Should like we check it out, or is it? Yeah, it wouldn't hurt to check it out. It might have supplies. Is there a shack or a lean-to near this dock? No. Um, this path just goes down to the dock, and that's, that's all there is. All right. um, I would like the three of you, however, to do a spot hidden. Failure. Pass. How did you Success. do, comrade? I failed. Okay. So as you, you go all the way down to the dock, uh, you get down to the dock. It's about the same as the other dock. It's a small wooden platform that goes out maybe 20 feet. Uh, and you can see there is a small yellow rowboat um now partially filled with water a little bit you know from the rain uh that has been tied to the dock itself uh, it seems to be intact however any way we can drag it over onto shore or to the dock so it doesn't just yes you can grab a hold right. of the rope you can undo the rope and then you can pull it up onto the rocks all right give me uh, a hand but, here but pete as you are figuring out the logistics of doing that, and you're standing there on the pier, you see a glint of light. And it's not coming from the island. It's coming from the mainland. Uh, you can see it way off in the distance. Um, but it almost looks like it is um, blinking uh, Morse code or something like that. You figure from where you are, it's about a half a mile to Folly Point. Um, it must be coming from Folly Point on the mainland but it's definitely being directed in this direction. You don't know what it says, if it's saying anything. It could just be the storm itself. That mm -hmm. could be a lantern that's you know in the, in the wind doing this, but it definitely looks like some sort of coded message. So since I've got my notepad and I'd probably have knowledge of Morse code, I could write that out. Well, yeah, okay. You, you, you write it out, but it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, yeah, that's strange. So it could just be something blowing in the wind, but is, over on the, on the mainland. Okay. 
So let's get this rowboat secured and then. Okay. And then there's so no other trail the... left. No, that's it ends at the at the pier, okay. the, the the dock. You you pull the rowboat up, you're gonna flip it over to dump out all the water. Yes. You flip it over to dump out the water. Uh, you secure it so that it doesn't, you know, get swept back into the water and then damaged. Um, you tie it off and you turn around and look back towards the lighthouse. At this point, there's light up above. It's not particularly bright from down here, but at least anyone at sea will be able to see something up there and know that they're getting close to land. That's when you notice that there is something on, there's a slab of rock right not too far from where you are over towards the, uh, the left of where you are, a flat slab that's of rock sort of sticking up out of the, out of the, the sea. Well, it's, it's part of the island. But in the flash of lightning, you can see that there is somebody strapped to the front side of that rock. They seem to be tied to it. I think I see another body, so. And I'll do spot, you can all do uh, sanity rolls when you look over at it. Failure. Failure. I failed. Just take one point of damage or one point of sanity loss. Silence, bloodbath. Fucking hell. Um, you figure you can make people. your way over to it if. Yeah, I'd like Didn't to make we my account own. for all of the keepers. Where? Who are these people? Who is that? I think we only saw two. No, we only saw two keepers. You're right. This must. There was three bunks, right. and one of them. Uh, yeah, we didn't find the last one. It's like Prometheus. Look at it. Yeah, just uh, mind the smell. Conrad says that as he, as you guys are kind of at least making your way over a little closer. Uh, not an apropos statement. It looks like this person was tied to the rock and tortured. Uh, there are cuts, numerous cuts and scrapes on his face and on his arms and legs. He's been partially stripped. And finally, his uh, guts have been torn open and his organs hang down into the ocean. Can we do another spot, another sanity roll for seeing that? That's another failure. I'm okay. Success. Yeah, you, you guys are horrified. Maybe take a point of damage. And you back back away from it. And then do another spot hidden for me as you're standing there. Extreme. Oh nine. Humble. Um, Pete. As you are standing there looking at this, you look back towards the path going into the uh into the thicket, you realize that this is where the painting was from down near this dock. Something 
something moves out of the thicket onto the path. It doesn't move. It sort of half hops out onto the path. Uh, it moves across the thicket in front of you. Um, it roughly matches the size and shape, though it's dark, of that thing that's on the uh, on the floor in the uh, lighthouse room. Um, it, it's only about three feet tall, uh, but it looks it looks like this. Oh God! After he says it, that, do uh, I see it as well? Yes, you do. When he grabs your arm and you know, suddenly looks staring at it, Eleanor sees it as well. Jesus, Pete, shouldn't you just shoot it? We don't want to it's agitate it. Sample. It's a live sample. Don't shoot it. A live sample? That's like the devil or something. What are My you talking about? My gun is trained about? on it, and I am not shooting it. It looks in your direction, possibly hearing your whispers. And it lets out a strange little croaking noise. And when it does, you see two more of those things appearing in the rocks nearby and beginning to move in your direction. What do you guys do? Okay. Altruism time. Get to safety. Get back to the house. I'll shoot them. Okay, I'll just can you shoot the one that's on the path? Yeah. Um, I would run away, except isn't it important that I have my hurricane lantern? Do do I give the hurricane lantern to Pete and then would he be able to shoot just as well? Uh, Probably better if he doesn't have the lantern. I'll hold it. Conrad, you go. I at least want to see what they look like. I at least want to see what they look like alive. For God's sake, Eleanor, get the safety. You need to see. I I am firing my gun. It is... To be loud, Conrad. There's not really any place to run away except the dock, which is just you know. Okay, (laughs) then I just stand there pointing the light at them. How many people uh, can fit in the rowboat? Three or four. All right, let's go. (laughs) Okay, except that you pulled the rowboat out. Yes, and these things are coming at you. Yes, it'll it'll take you another five or ten minutes to get the rowboat back in the water. Um, Conrad they'll and I be, can do that. They're, they're only I, feet I will away from you. Hold them off. <laughs> okay. If I can, I'll set down my hurricane lantern at a place where it's illuminating the site anyway. And if I can't do that, I'll just hand it to Pete while he's shooting. Just set it okay. down. <laughs> no time to talk. We're just shooting these things. All right. So Actually, Pete. I have a gun too, so. Um go ahead and do a a shot or a, a firearms. Ex, uh, one point off from an extreme, I'll spend it. Okay. Yeah. Um, in that case, you get an extreme. It's an uh, impale. Damage. Hopefully. Damage do you do? Uh, D10 plus uh, 10 for an impale. Yeah. Without, without any difficulty at all, you shoot the one on the path and, uh, there's a, a moment where it looks as if it doesn't quite understand what has happened to it as the blood flows down its chest, but you're a crack shot. You hit it perfectly, and it, it lurches forward, gasps a bit, and then dies 
lying on the path with its arm outstretched. Um, guys in the house, you hear a gunshot outside. I'd like to lock the doors. Close the doors. Lock them. Mad. Do you think they are in trouble? I do not care. Lock the door. What are you, some kind of thief? I'm so I'm no, I'm not some kind of thief. What's I I think I figured this thing out for the and we are so you're gonna lock the front door? We're locking every door. He is the kitchen door and the front door. And the back door as well. Uh there's just the two. Uh, so Pete, uh, you have hit the thing. The other creatures are coming towards towards at you Trump, from the sides. Uh, what do the three of you do? I'll start I backing. I had the gun too. So. Oh, I'll do you want to shoot as well? Yeah, sure. Do you want to shoot at one of the other ones? Yes. Five uh, Oh, uh, I will spend the ten luck to make it just a shot because I have a base firearm. Okay, roll for damage. Is that a 10, D10? Yeah, I one you D10. had the gun stats. Okay. Uh, yeah, D10. Four. Okay, you do four. You see one of them get hit, and it screeches. Uh, and when it screeches, you see a couple more of those things coming uh, around, out of the thicket and around. Uh, but you've got a clear run back to the uh, lighthouse. Oh, that's, that's wrong. Okay. Well, it's going to take too long. You guys are running. I would like who amongst the three of you has the lowest luck? I'm I think it's Conrad. Forty-four. I'm at forty. I'm done. So either Eleanor or Conrad. Did you say forty, Eleanor? Yes, I'll yeah. roll. So either one of you can roll for luck. Well, yes, it's a success. Okay. As you come running, you guys come running in breakneck speed uh you can see a few of these things that have they've seen you running and they are hopping in your direction you seem to be a little faster than they are and you're doing your best not to lose your footing which you don't um but just as you get back to the kitchen door uh you can see james parker moving towards the door as if he's going to either open it for you or lock the door Oh, I feel James, like we you just see them go running in. up. I mean, I'm not, not going to keep the door locked on them when I'm right there in their face. Of course, I'll be like, come on in. Okay. So James, James opens like, the door and you come clattering into the kitchen. And as soon as they clear it, we slam it back shut and lock it up. Start barricading. There's like, a, there's like a horde of like the, the, the frog things out there, the huge ones. Okay. Uh, if we retreat to the tower, there is yep. only one way up. Yep. Start. We can barricade that as well with whatever crates or barrels. Let's just go. Is there right. lamp oil or something like that? There is. Yeah. There is. Well, there's uh, there's mechanical oil up in the room for the mechanisms. I'm not sure how well that would burn. Uh, there's probably lamp oil. There's probably kerosene. Yeah, you know, in the. I, I tried to get some kerosene. Wait, Parker, where are those stupid coins? Maybe that's what they want. Well, yeah, that's what they want. Give them the damn coins. Maybe they'll go away. I only have. I have three coins. 
You think they're doing all this for three coins? I don't know. I don't. I looked know. all over this place for more. I found three on the floor, and what is with the has been all monies. over me for that. There's and a Phillip bag of money made me on feel the top bad of the lighthouse. It. All right. What? There's a bag of money of coins that I found on Cassidy's body, stashed it away. We can just drop it off the lighthouse if this crazy. He's got idea an entire bag of coins, and you guys have been shitting on me for three. I knew he had the coins. I I, I don't, I don't care about the coins. Mr. Mr. Oh, everybody's got a reason to be here but me. I'm, I'm walking. You, I'm we walking had a damn bag of gold. There's a personal leprechaun right here. You didn't see just outside. There's a monstrous horde of massive frogs. And there's there a person chained to a rock that is torn there apart. Is, there is clattering on the doors. Maybe we should turn the lights off. I wasn't gonna take that. Act gold. like we're not here. Uh, I'm running up the lighthouse. Throw the gold outside. Yeah, I, I will do go. that. Fine, yep. fine, Eleanor. I pull the three gold coins in my pocket. Three little jingle jangle, and I on the door that they're not clamoring at. I no, they're at both real, doors. Son of a bitch. So <laughs> I slip them up underneath because I know those build that this building is not built that tight. So I just scoot one coin at a time under the door and see how they react okay they're they're banging on the doors so they don't care about the three gold coins i just slid underneath i'm going up i'm going up that yeah i'm going up that's what i'm doing like they didn't even care they don't even care that they're getting their gold back well there was a whole bag maybe that's maybe Listen, they need i don't give a shit about money if it's we're gonna die here. Arguing? Why are we arguing? Let's I'm go. running. <laughs> so, are you all running up up the stairs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Kerosene. All right. So up up the stairs you go. You go 80 feet up, uh, and you realize, of course, when you get to the top of those stairs, that there's not really a door or anything that keeps them from coming into the uh, the service room. However, tactically, they have to come up the, st the stairs uh, one or two at a time. You said you the do? stairs are hanging on threads? There, it's a spiral staircase made out of metal, but there are cables uh, that helps to suspend it from the ceiling. We could destroy the stairs. Yeah, I, I will try to. Happens and can cut through this cable. Wait a Wait a minute. Machete? Did somebody, I don't, I, well, so. I don't like, know what's up there. Am I up there yet? Uh, you're all getting up there. Yeah, you you get to the... Uh, you're, you're just about to go into the service room. All right. Once we get, once we get all the way up there, I want to go ahead and like go all the way to the top because I've never been up there before. And I see there's a cabinet, a big cabinet. Right. And there's a small way to get up to the final piece where the glass the finial lens is and correct such if we all get up there get up in that top room and then push that cabinet over the entrance to come up well now it blocks the only way that they can come up and we're good and i'm sure that there's nothing in that cabinet that we would need because it's Ooh. just lighthouse pieces let's also just throw the gold down see if that works i'm with conrad yeah I already yeah. gave mine up. I gave mine up by sliding it under the door. The no. least he could do is give his up now. Since it's he had not a whole mine. Bag. Conrad saw me secure it for evidence here. 
This is do or die. Saw the code. All right. So you are now in the service room. Uh, down below, you can hear what sounds like splintering wood as one of the doors. You don't know which one is probably broken in. Maybe you hear so, glass breaking as well because there are windows. So from the um, cabinet, we get the radio. What exactly and the gold? Do you want to do? You open up the cabinet, you see the both the gold and the radio and a bunch of other bits and pieces and parts. You guys had a radio too? Yeah, we were repairing up front about that. Throwing the gold out the window. Throwing it out. Gone. You're throwing oh, it out okay. the window? I, wait, well, no, throw it really out the window. window. But... Should uh, jingle it down the steps? Wherever everyone was thinking to put it. Yeah. Yes, wherever they were thinking to put it. So it jingles. Jingle down the stairs. Okay, so you're going to throw it. You're going to throw it down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Or at least some of it. No, all okay, of it. All, all, all right, all of it. Fine, 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 fine. If they don't want it, we pick it up. But All right. You hear it jingle, jangle, jingle as it as it goes down. You hear it hit the cement floor down below. Um, is anybody watching? Yeah, I mean, awesome. we're all watching at this point. I mean, well, I'm, you can't really all watch. I'm moving the unless cabinet. you go back. I'll, I'll I'll watch since I've got a gun. Okay. What you see is kind of interesting. Uh, you do see these things. There are maybe five or six of them. Uh, they've broken into the house. At first, they seem to be randomly sort of moving around, uh, trying to get their own bearings in the room. Um, so one of them at least sees the coins on the floor, and they begin picking them up. Um, then they all join in. They all start picking up the coins. Um, but that kind of golem my precious look to them you know like they've got these coins uh and then they continue they start to move up the stairs uh at first it looks like they're looking for coins looking for more coins as they come up the stairs um do we still have the kerosene sure you have kerosene yeah can we slowly drizzle that down the spiral staircase handrail so that there's going to be a long, slow trail of kerosene trickling down? I'm not sure down. that it would actually do that. I think that it would just pour it's off very the oily. rail onto the floor. Kerosene being a quite viscous liquid, it would probably hold onto the handrail in a most noble fashion. It's it's a lot of handrail going down. It probably, but it's all it probably would get a little bit near you. Either way, I'm thinking we set the downstairs on fire. They're metal. They are made out of iron. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. But uh, I it. mean, it's some, it's something to do. And we've got air, which is fine. Mm -hmm. We we do have air. So we're not going to suffocate. Mm -hmm. So you splash kerosene all over the stairs uh, a little ways yeah. down from where you are. Because the roof, but roof, the floor where you're standing is wood. Um, ah, kerosene shouldn't have a lot of a lot of flame though to it. Um, all right, so these creatures are coming up, but they don't seem to be coming up in any great speed. They seem to be preoccupied with looking for coins. Hmm. I say we let them don't do anything rash. We wait at the storm and then we use the radio. Yes. 
And meanwhile, we could chuck little pieces of glass down there that would sound like coins. So they would think that something was, they just keep looking. We could probably, I don't know how smart a fish is. Don't goldfish forget where they live every five minutes or something. So these guys are probably not super smart. Are those things poisonous? Goldfish? No, they're delicious. You eat goldfish? I don't, I, I don't know if they're poisonous or not. I didn't really get a, a chance to look at them completely. Okay, well, I don't right. want to get into a confrontation we don't have to be in. So these things are slowly moving higher. They seem to be searching for coins. Um, you think, though, by now they've probably collected all of the coins that you guys have thrown down, but they continue searching. Um, yes. Philippe is moving the cabinet close to okay. the entrance. Just so in you're case. going to try to block the entrance yeah. with the cabinet. Um, do a luck roll, Philippe. 41 is a success. Okay. So you, you it, it doesn't completely fit like a glove, but it definitely blocks it. Uh, and it's fairly heavy. You've kind of pushed it over so that it's on top of the uh, entrance. Uh, there are gaps around the sides, but it would take quite a bit of effort to uh, to push it open, unless somebody tried to shatter it from inside, in which case it would splinter. Um, but it's heavy wood. It's heavy oak wood. All right, so now you guys are up there, and you know those things are still moving up towards the... Uh, they're slowly, they, they seem to be more interested in the gold than they are in you at this point. They do, do seem wanna... to be acting a little more like animals than, uh, than anything else. Pete, do you just want to unload the entire second gun's ammunition just into those that you can see? Uh, not yet, because they are animal-like. If we keep that wardrobe there, they might just think that there's no way up and they've searched everything. I'm going to go check uh, George Cassidy and that Innsmither again, see if they have any gold oh, coins. See if he has any gold, yeah. Because yeah. we should get rid of those as well. I will stand okay. near the cabinet with the hatchet and uh, keep guard. Okay. You, uh, uh, you head back up to the lamp room. Uh, they, you, you do a thorough search. You don't find anything else. Um, You can hear the things rustling around downstairs. Uh, Pete, while you are up in the lamp room, I would like you to do a spot hidden. Okay. That is a 13 out of... Okay, extreme. On the nose. Okay. You glance out the glass, uh, the glass room. You glance out perhaps where the hole is and the storm is, is going outside you see a light on the south pier where you guys were a little while ago you think that it's possible that there's somebody down there with a lantern in okay. fact there are now two small rowboats that are there. Since I'm up there, is this room sealed off from the outside so I can yell down at them? 
not anymore. Two, uh, the one of the windows is smashed, so the the okay, outside so, is. So I could yell down at them. You could yell to who? Your friends? To the figure at the in the. At the oh, dock. you're you're probably a hundred and fifty feet away yeah, from the right. dock. Okay, I'll I'll let everyone know. Like you know, there's someone else. They're going to get torn apart by those animals. I begin shouting immediately, even if the range doesn't make sense. Did someone try to make contact? Weren't they trying to do some Morse code or something across the water at us? Did someone try to contact them? On no, the that wasn't Morse code. Oh, okay. Is there could a big enough use piece Morse of that code lens? with the light from the lighthouse? Do you know them. Morse code, Mr. Dubois? Because yeah. I don't. It's uh, nautical. Is there a big enough piece of that lens to where, because obviously a bullet is going to hit it. I'm sure it didn't shatter into a million pieces. If there's a big enough piece, we could almost use it as a, it doesn't have to be Morse code. It could just be like a beam of Signal. light to, to say, hey, we're up here. Um, do a luck roll to see if a piece like that has fallen off. The rest of it is is rotating. The light is on. So it's very bright up here. How do we know it's not more frog people? That's a, a 94. So that's going to be a... Yeah, there's chunks, like hand-sized chunks of it. Yeah. But nothing I'll probably it. slip and throw it out the... Yeah. 94. Crying out loud. I don't think the frog people use lanterns. True. No, no. Might be an insmith. What if we just use our lantern and just like shine it in the window, right? Like they might see that at least. It's possible. Cool. However, there is a bright light up here already. That's true. Yeah, we Brighter could all just go out on the catwalk and do this. Mm. Yeah, I'm oh, doing that oh, and screaming. Oh, Your shadows oh, would be should seen. block the light. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Stay right. at we the could, ward robe. That's been used as a form ourselves. Okay, so some of you are in the lamp room. You've decided to go out onto the gangway around. Yep. Okay, you I, can I'm do out that. There. There's a like I said, there's a glass door you can go through. Um, now, from where you are, it's slippery, it's wet, uh, it's a metal railing all the way around. So you probably you, you can be pushed off, but you probably have a good you know grip on mm -hmm. it. You're not going to fall off. Um, the wind is blowing. Uh, Pete, you said you went back to the service room where you are man watching to make sure that nothing is coming up. Um, okay, you're ma you're making noise and you're doing. You see the lantern moving, uh, moving up towards the thicket. You see it kind of disappear into the thicket as it's coming through the thicket tunnel, and then it reappears on the other side. It is somebody wearing a very heavy Macintosh um, to keep the rain off, and he has the big, you know, floppy sea seafaring person's hat uh because it is stormy uh it's probably yellow and uh and he's trudging up towards the house with a uh, a lantern in his hand uh you can't see any details from this distance and in the dark so philippe as we're at the wardrobe now that i think of it how the hell did he get here in a raging storm in a rowboat? We barely got here alive in a rowboat. 
maybe someone else from the Essex. Can I hear him say that? Yeah. No. I, I, that takes the wind out of my sails immediately. I come back inside, panting a little bit, and I'm just like, "What do you mean? You mean they're like? You mean this is like a frog person or something?" I don't know what to think. Just be wary. If this is uh, in smart folk, can we talk to them? Yeah, I think. Can they be reasoned with? Yeah, of course. Just... I think so. They're not pleasant. Why, why did Tell nobody attack arrived. that guy? What do you mean attack that guy? Why did no? Why did nothing attack? Why was he able to walk all the way from the rowboat, all the way up to the house, and not a single frog tried to get him? He's definitely an insmither. Yeah. Maybe he's there. You know. Maybe now he's that like you there. say that, and you see him moving towards the uh, towards the cottage door, yeah, he's got kind of an odd little gait as he's walking along. He, maybe he's the brains of the operation. Explain to him that we just we're innocent in all of this. We just arrived a couple of hours he, ago. I I don't think anybody cares if we're innocent. I, I think that you said they can be reasoned with. Can I call down to the guy? Their treasure. Tell him we will kill as many as, as he's still outside. You can us. try. Yeah. Yeah. Try to. I'm, I'm going to try because I'm still outside on the rail. I'm watching this guy. So I want to call down when he's as close to me as as he's going to be before going inside. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call down. Okay. Hey, you call down, and when you call down, um, he stops. He looks back like that. His his Macintosh flops back, and you can see that he has definitely got the Ensmith look. He's got large bulgy eyes, and his mouth is extremely wide. And as he looks up, you see him sort of make an odd expression. And you, you're pretty sure he mouths, what the fuck? Or what the deuce? Right. As, right. as he sees you up there. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same one from up here. I'm going to say, yeah, that's exactly. We've given you all your gold back. Call your guys off. He, uh, he ignores you at that point, and he heads towards the door. And you see him. Yeah. I grab come whatever. Inside. Well, I grab some glass from that busted lens, and I huck it down at him. Okay. For, for um, ignoring. For for do a for throw. Do a throw roll. I don't even. I don't even know if I have throw stat there. Hold on. Twenty. Face twenty for everyone. Team is. back up. Three. You say it's base twenty. Yeah. Oh, sixteen. That's what I got. So a regular, regular pass. You throw a chunk of that rock down at him, and it it hits him in the shoulder, and so he he moves over like this, looks up at you, like this, <laughs> and then goes through the door rather violently, angry. And did it deal I, I, one point of damage? I go inside of uh I go inside and tell everybody, hey, I tried to talk to him. He wanted to be an ass, so I hucked a 
big piece of glass at him and I hit him. Now he's pretty mad. So he's probably come up the stairs. Just so you know, I don't want you to be surprised. Then come on. What do you guys want to do? This is going to be a long night. I'd say, I think we're kind of trapped, right? We lit the stairs on fire and we barricaded ourselves here. I run to the radio. Is there, is this usable by someone who doesn't understand radio? You don't know. There's a dial on the front. There's a microphone. Um, Philly, help me use this. I, I, how do I contextual? There's a bunch of channels. Uh, okay. Uh, I will uh, go and explain him how to use it. All right. Philippe would know what channel is probably for Coast Guard or for mm. emergencies. Okay. Um, it, it takes you a second to tune it. You hear that sort of, you know, high-pitched like this and then uh you send out your mayday mayday uh uh this is well you guys can do it <laughs> okay um maybe you know the right thing to say i i, I don't i don't i don't know the are you supposed to say mayday mayday if that's what i'm supposed to say uh we're, we're trapped on this island and there are a um there are a horde of uh, frog people and a, and a, a, a man whose like face looks like a deep sea fish, and uh, they're no, trying no, no. to. Tell what am I supposed need... to do? I don't know. You take tell it. them we need help. We need help now, and that's it. Uh, we need help rescue on the island. We're at the lighthouse. Where I don't know an island name, but whatever island name it is, I can tell uh, him that I don't know his name. Yeah, uh, this is the U.S. Coast Guard. Yes, your emergency. Our emergency is that we are we are facing uh, a uh, we are facing a threat on um, uh, it's like frog people. There's like monstrous things on this island that are trying to kill us, and we are trying to get help from immediately would be uh, immediate help necessary. This this is an emergency channel. Uh... If you know you sound like somebody playing some sort of joke, you need to okay, uh, you need to get off this channel. No, no, it's it's not a joke. Okay, let me word it this way: There are people on the island, uh, and these people are trying to uh, kill us. They are they're smugglers or something. They have oh, they're heavily armed, and they're trying to they're 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 trying to kill us. We're at the lighthouse. Uh, Beacon. Beacon Island Lighthouse? That's correct. Um, how, many of you, how many of you are there? Jean here. Uh, Pete Morris, uh, Special Agent uh, Pete Morris is with us on the island. We yes. can get him if you want to talk to him. But but we have we have we have five with us in our group. Uh, the rest of them are the other uh, the, the smugglers. The lighthouse was badly damaged in a fight. Be careful when you approach the island. All right. Uh, we, uh, there's currently a fairly severe storm going on. You are on land. Um, we can get a boat out there, but we have to wait for the storm to pass. Uh, oh. If you're not, you know, immediately in. You're uh, in a semi-fortified position and we can uh, potentially wait out the storm here. Hmm. Um, Roger. Uh, 
we'll see what we can do. We'll try to get somebody out there. We have barricaded the lighthouse, but we are not sure how long it will hold. You said smugglers? Yes, they're heavily armed. Okay. Um, yeah, keep in contact. So ultimately, they say they're going to try to send somebody out there, but they've got to be very careful because it is a storm. They know where you are. Meanwhile, um, is anybody peeking downstairs past the uh, furniture? All right. You see that man come into the lighthouse base looking up. You see the little creatures hopping over towards him and holding up their hands to him as he begins to collect the gold coins from them. And after a few moments of this, he seems to bleat some sort of noise at them uh, that sounds like something between a frog and a dolphin screech and uh, points up the stairs and they stop what they're doing and immediately start flowing up the stairs like a horde of ravenous uh, fish doggies. Okay, I'll yell stairs. down. You don't have to do this. You got your gold. Why don't you go? No one else has to die. The thing croaks out a it's very strange sort of croaky voice, but definitely speaking English. And it says, no witnesses. Right, he's going to kill it. You going to shoot him? Hell yeah. Okay. Go ahead and do a firearms. I rolled a 13. I'm willing to spend the luck. I rolled a 54. So you fire. Um, you wanted to increase that? Oh yeah, let's I'd like to make it an extreme. Okay. Well, from this distance, and because you're increasing it to make the extreme, you don't get a an impale, but um go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. Ten. Damn. My dice are on fire tonight. Like seconds. Believe. That was a warning shot, buddy. We should hot you... mic the radio so that the Coast Guard hears these gunshots and the screeches and all this craziness going on from exactly where we had just asked for help from. Uh, you hit him uh, pretty squarely, you think on the side of the neck, but he seems to have something that looks like body armor, uh, though you realize that it's actually him underneath there so it goes through the macintosh hits him uh it, it definitely injures him you can see a splatter of blood on the ground uh but he falls for a moment and then wheels around and gets out back into the the cottage as these things are coming up towards you to do okay there get are ready for a five fight, of everyone. them did we do the fire thing the oil and fire we didn't didn't the stairs are still saturated? Conrad, at least. Conrad begins trying to 
do that because he can't fight in any other way. Okay, gonna maybe have a match or a, a lighter or something. We have the uh, torch, uh, the storm lights, storm lanterns. Oh, you do. Yes, you do. I've you got. Want to throw one of those left. down? Not enough. I have a gun. Time for the light. Yep. Let's see some fancy shooting, Eleanor. Uh, yeah. I, I, when they light the stairs on fire, I'll take a shot. Okay. So as the things are getting towards the top of the stairs, you uh, you manage to light them on fire. The creatures are immediately afraid of the fire, and they they back down. But they only back about halfway down. Actually, a couple of them probably run all the way to the bottom and then dive out the door. Um, they do seem to not like the fire at all. They also might not like the brightness of the fire as well. They seem to be nocturnal, dark, underwater things. As a last um, resort, we go up to the lighthouse. Okay, well, I think that you're pretty safe because they're not going to cross the fire to get into a thing. Um, who has the lowest luck at this point? 40. 40. 41. 41. Okay. So um, whoever has 40, uh, why don't you, you trade decide off, Conrad? who wants to? Did the last one. That's a fair. <laughs> so you managed to sort of hold them off for a bit, but then the fire goes out. And um, you hear that thing downstairs bleeding some sort of fishy order and the creatures continue. They, they come running faster than before up the stairs, heading towards the cabinet. They slam into the cabinet and the cabinet rattles and shakes and you're pretty sure they'll be able to smash through it quickly. What do you do? To the light, light the cabinet on light, fire. The light, yes, up to the light. Like, yeah, like yeah, we can light, light the cabinet, cabinet on fire and then run up to the light. Take okay. the, radio now, the floors, you. the floors in here are wood. You burn the floor out from under us, then we're gonna fall. Not if we're up on the lighthouse, like the top, because we're in the the service. It's not stone. Well, you're you're in the you. you we're going to the actual mm -hmm. bulb room. The deck is the, wood. The, okay, the lamp got room it, got it. still where has a lamp room. Floor. Yeah. And the okay. machine is standing on the wooden floor, so yeah, keep Good it intact. Point. I think well, it's just, just... If, if if we go to the lamp room and go to the other side where we're behind that bright bulb that's burning mm -hmm. like crazy right now, they're not going to come past that bulb. Yeah, we'll and... play uh, Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah, well, we we can just Philippe sit up there. They're not going to come up there very quietly uh -huh. until they disable the machine. I don't think they're smart enough. The machine just don't spins like it. The light. We just have to make it to the sunrise, right? If they don't like this, if they don't like light, they're probably going to get out of here by dawn. Tell, all oh, right. So oh, is there a crowbar? Because we can even stop it from spinning, jam it into the, the machine that turns it. So just facing the, the stairs. Well, the only thing, the only thing that is spinning is the Fresnel, Fresnel lens. Oh, the light bulb is stationary in the center. It's, um, it's very bright up there. Okay. No, so it's go. bright in all directions up. Um, there is a crowbar if you need a crowbar. 
Yeah, so we'll need yes. to fight these things off. The crowbar is going to be handy. The fisherman-looking guy, he could disable the... He could figure out how to disable Do them. I have view of the generator from here? If he tries to go for it, I'm going to start shooting at him. The generator would be down below on the ground outside the building in the back. So I would um, have a view. You could get a view if you went All out right. onto the railing. I will there. do that. I will guard it. And I'm going to okay. reload while I have the time. Okay. All right. So we retreat one level higher. Uh, take the it radio is probably us. It is probably around 1130 at this point. You got onto the island about by 8.30 you were here, so it's been three hours at least. Um, It'll be a long night. All right. So you climb up there and uh, you've barricaded yourselves up there. Uh, the creatures do break through where the cabinet is, um, but you've got they, they could only come up into this area one at a time, and they do seem to be afraid of the light. Um, you guys have moved to the other side. Uh, Pete has gone out onto the railing. He's looking down at the generator area, uh, but you don't see anybody coming out to the generator. What do you guys want to do to fend these things off? They might get brave and face the light and attack you anyway. I was Obviously, they came the up light here bulb. before. I think What's just that? like knife, crowbar, and spare gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I I have to be on lookout because yeah, we 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 hatched them to death. And I'm I'm going to okay. use uh, Eleanor, Conrad, Pete, and Philippe. All right. I I think this is a good point where we can sort of wrap up. Um you are able, mostly because of the light, to fend the things off. Eventually, Pete, you notice out to sea that there is a moving light, and it seems to be a rather bright moving light, and there seem to be a few colors, like a green and a red that you keep seeing, and you're pretty sure it's the Coast Guard. Um, the sea is a little calmer, but the storm continues. They're moving this direction. At some point, you then see you, the noise down below ceases. Uh, you might hear something moving through the cottage to get out. Um, and you see this horde of creatures and your Macintosh guy running down the south towards the pier, the little pier. And you can see them in the distance get into their little, well, he gets into the, the skiff that he brought over and he begins rowing out to sea. You see all the little creatures dive into the ocean. And uh, it then takes the Coast Guard maybe another hour, not to get there, but they're trying to find a safe place where they can land and uh they come on board and they see all of the craziness that's going on on the ship on the on the island how did you explain to them well what has happened they can trust me i'm part of the government pete morris badge id number all that and i'm just gonna be like 
hey, we you were, would do a luck we roll, a luck roll, Pete. Of course. Oh, I failed eighty-four. They're suspicious of you for some reason. <laughs> um, Philippe, do a luck roll. Oh seven. Oh seven. Well, without really catching yourself, you blurt out a few things about fish people, um, kind of what Conrad was saying. Oddly enough, the Coast Guard are not that skeptical of what you've been saying. It's not their first run-in. They don't say that to you directly, but it's not their first run-in with Innsmouth we, folk. We still have one uh, on we the, do the have lighthouse. Samples, yeah. Eleanor. Uh, actually, Eleanor, you find that they've taken their dead bodies with them, except you've still got some up, up where you are. So you do manage to have one of the dead uh, creatures with you. And, but somehow that's probably hushed up uh, once you, you get back. They're not going to, they were going to give you credit for it, but at the same time, you can't publish this in, in any journal or anything like that. And ultimately you all get rescued, though you're a little bit more afraid of the ocean philosophobia um, and that's the end of our story excellent right is there anything so, more to it yeah 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 um and it involves some of you uh pete uh is part of the bureau um his uh co-bureau member was Michael. Michael got stationed out here on purpose because he's also an agent. He was investigating smuggling that was going on. Um, he didn't know that it was Innsmouth folk that were doing the smuggling, but he, uh, he was investigating that. What happened was is the Innsmouth folk were in fact moving gold around. It was from the South Seas Islands. Uh, hence the, uh, at one point I had uh, Conrad do a, uh, a check on the figurines. If he'd have passed it, he would have thought, well, it looks kind of like something I've seen on the South Seas Islands. Um, it's, it's Obed Marsh's old gold that's being moved around and, and minted and the Innsmouth folk are using it. On, on February 12th, I think it was, when the light went out, they had a short circuit and the light was out for hours, uh, there was an unmarked Ensmith vessel moving gold and it wrecked on the rocks. Um, and as a result, some of the gold ended up, you know, right on the shore and so forth. Uh, Cassidy found the gold and uh, he began to collect it. At the same time he was doing that, uh, the Innsmouth folk knew that their ship had wrecked. And so they themselves sent out um, a couple of scouts to see if they could find any of the lost gold. Uh, those are the people that Smith 
saw on the island lurking in the bushes and stuff like that. Um, meanwhile, the gold was being collected. Eventually, they cut their losses and they left. The Innsmouth folk did. Until Cassidy's letter uh, that he sent directly to Innsmouth asking them about the gold. And then they were like, oh, shit. Um, I, he's been collecting the gold. So they came back, this time bringing what they called younglings with them to search for the gold. And that was um, that was Jethrop Marsh, who was upstairs. He was one of the Innsmouth hybrids, uh, which uh, Cassidy managed to kill. Uh, he was being contacted by Ezra Gilman, who was on the shore. Uh, they were supposed to stay in contact. All of this happened just before you arrived. Uh, a sort of battle ensued, and when Jethrop was killed, the younglings no longer had anyone to direct and control them. They weren't, they're like sort of dog-like, but they knew they were supposed to collect gold, so they continued looking around for gold. Uh, when you threw the, the bunch of gold down, they were like, oh, cool, gold. They started collecting it, and then they were going to give it to uh, Ezra when he arrived. Ezra wouldn't have arrived at all if you guys had lit, if you guys hadn't relit up the lighthouse, which immediately told him something was seriously wrong. So he immediately rode over. He wasn't afraid of drowning because he can breathe underwater, and so he came into all of that right at the. Just just less than an hour after it had started to happen. What do you guys do you guys have any questions? Nope. Oh, no, thank, thank you. you. That was incredible. All right. I will go ahead and I'll finish up and then we can talk. Our players included Holly Buto, uh, John Byram, Alex Sun, Chase Kapner, and uh Jan uh Schlegel. With yours truly as the keeper of the secrets, we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for, update, uh, for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.